You are tuned in to Big Boys and Body Slams, three goofballs that talk about wrestling. Throwback and current day pay-per-view reviews. Follow us on Twitter at BB and BS Podcast. And while you're at it, check out our merch store and our Patreon page. All the links will be in the description below. Enjoy the show. What is up? Holgamaniacs. Oh, boy. Can you hear us now? Do we give you the gift of audio? Mm. Because we're very handsome, but we're not much of a podcast if you cannot hear us. Yes, let us know if you can hear us, and if you can't hear us, let us know so we can fix the problem again. If you didn't know or couldn't tell. Oh, you didn't know? We are live. Yeah. And we're going to be giving you our thoughts on the Royal Rumble 2019. And yes, if you're wondering, I did put 2018 in my notes. But that's just a secret between friends, because it's a new year, boys. New year, same <laughs> same dumpster fire of a podcast. Award-winning dumpster fire. Hey, Award-winning. Hey, Wyatt says right now he's hollering because he can hear us, like Scott Steiner, and I, I am so proud. That's my boy. Well, all right. We are yes. big boys and body slams, and let's do this before Let, something else yep, happens. Yep, yep. Well, first of all, thanks to Aunt Sharon. She bought a mug. Yes. You're the best, Aunt Sh- Sharon. Show the mug. Yeah, yeah. And uh, t-shirt this week, mm. so that was a really nice. EC F and W, baby. And uh, well, also was an F and body. Shout out to Spotify. Woo! We're after all the hate, after all the hate, Spotify has given to us. We are live on there. Uh, not that we've given any back at all. Yeah, we are no, on no. Spotify, so you can catch us on Spotify, and also, YouTube. Uh, uh, oh, and look at Luke's. Luke's merchandise arrived. BigBoysBodySlams.StoryMV.com. You can rep a shirt just like that, or a mug just like that, or a shirt with the mug's print on it. That's all over at BigBoysBodySlams.StoryMV.com. We've had some merch sales mm-hmm. coming in, boys. And we got a website. And I'll tell you what, yeah, Big Boys Bodies, Big Boys and BodySlams.WordPress.com. We got a lot of mm. stuff going on. Yeah. In the meantime, also don't forget about Slam Chat. We got some fun stuff going on over there. We got a Royal Rumble post. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had an Facebook. active Royal Rumble post. We uh, also discussion post. just a lot of fun stuff that we're trying to do to bring have yep. a fun, clean wrestling community. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I guess with that out of the way, my name is Zach. Over here we have Handsome Luke. Hello, hello. And over here we have Handsome Kyle. Hey. I'm equal opportunity handsomer. You know, I came out swinging. From a South Philly basement? <laughs> yep. He's been listening to a lot of the Wonder Years Oh, yeah, I've, I've been on a Wonder Years kick. Hey, how was the Royal Rumble tonight, fellas? Awesome. It was a fun show. V-Long. We were watching it live. It was a marathon of a show. It, I think we watched for about seven hours. <laughs> it feels oh like God. it. Uh, it feels like it. No, it does, it does feel like it because it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we started at two. It's, it's now nine. Uh, it was a pretty decent show. Um, it, I think it was more than decent. Yeah, I'm just a little fatigued, but I think as we'll go through it, it'll start yes. coming to light. Yes, Should we jump yes. right into it? Let's just start Since with Since the stream is healthy. Yep, let's get to this pre-show. Let's get it going. The pre-show opens up. Oh, by the way, we are in Chase Field in Phoenix, Arizona. There's 48,193 people in attendance. Home of the be, Diamondbacks. Yes, it's got to be one of the biggest draws in Royal Rumble history, I'd imagine. It's and this is just be. off the top of my head. It's in a baseball stadium. It's in, a, it's in Chase Field yeah, where the Diamondbacks play baseball. Uh, and originally there were two matches scheduled Whoops, for the pre-show. There ended up being three. We got we got an extra match. We had a really confusing. So I'll let Kyle kind of explain because I was uh, using the restroom or doing the facilities. Or, yeah, so doing something. Drake Maverick came out of a locker room and basically was like, you know, Akem is hurt, so Razor wants a title shot. So Razor is going to team up with Scott Dawson of the Revival because that makes a lot of sense. And if we win, we both get title shots or something. And so they're going to face Bobby Roode and. Chad Gable, but they didn't tell you where this match was going to take place. 
So we weren't sure if this was going to yeah. be the Royal Rumble. Or Raw, Raw. Or Raw or WrestleMania or Impact's next pay-per-view. And then or it just AEW. happened. Turns yeah. out it was five minutes after they talked about it because we do get Bobby Roode and Chad Gable versus Ray Zar of the AOP and Scott Dawson accompanied to the ring by Drake Maverick uh, for a future tag title shot for the teams. Uh, Dawson and Roode are in to start. There's a tag team monkey flip to Dawson. Ray Zar gets tagged in. Big choke slam to Gable. Dawson comes back in, works over Gable for a while. Ray Zar and uh, Dawson are really beating up on Gable here. Actually working pretty okay as a team for now. Gable fights back until the Dawson uh, until he and Dawson bonk heads both men are down gable can't get to the tag um dawson can though and rizar comes back in gable finally does get the tag rude comes in back body drop to dawson followed by a nice looking spine buster they're always nice though bobby Roode's they're glorious a thing of beauty uh a blockbuster to rizar uh which kyle popped for like no tomorrow uh dawson gets a tight gets his hands on the tights with did a i really for pop fall. that high for it it was pretty big pop huge bag well mark it was and then dawson miscommunicates takes out rizar in accident which leads to the double team double team moonsault neckbreaker type maneuver that uh rude and gable hit which is their finisher which is the end of the match bobby rude and chad gable win in seven minutes this wasn't a very good match it was kind of just a nothing what just made no sense i don't know why it was here because the stipulation ended up not coming to fruition anyways uh really didn't need to be on the show i gave it two stars because it wasn't terrible it just was needing needless we didn't need it um my opinion was this is your typical raw match like an yep. a raw opener um there's not wasn't much behind it i gave it two because it wasn't bad I don't know what Zach's talking about. I don't think I popped much for this match at Kyle, all. Kyle, did he? Did he? He popped for that. He popped for that. Uh, What's my name? Yeah, you just called him Kyle. Of course, Colin behind yeah, the Luke. camera. Did he pop for that spot? Oh, Kyle, uh, Colin Col- says you no. have no support there. Colin Col- says no. Colin okay, says okay, no. okay. Oh yeah, thanks for Colin for running uh, camera for us. Camera tonight. for us. We love tonight. you. So Colin and Logan have helped us out a little bit, getting this stuff going. Heck yeah. So um, thanks guys. I give this two stars as well. Had no reason for it happening. Confused me actually. Uh, two things. So one, as Bobby Roode and uh, Chad Gable were coming in, which by the way, here uh, at Chase Field, all the entrances for the wrestlers are coming in from the dugout. I love that. It's a really is, interesting look. Which I is thought. awesome. Which gave WWE a good chance to use their CGI that they've been using for entrances lately. Yeah. Uh, so that looked amazing. But the, the cameraman who was filming uh, Roode walked down the ramp. Definitely tripped over himself and fell backwards. It was and so they, funny. And they kept that camera angle on for, for like... a good five yeah, seconds. Yeah, at and least. If you want to talk about a pop, I pop for that. Yeah, that was hilarious. That was one of my favorite spots of the whole night. But yeah, I gave it two stars. I didn't get why it was happening. We even like kind of uh, theorized about uh, Wilder. Like, what what happened yeah, there? Did, did he, he no show? show? It doesn't make sense. The world may never know. Yeah. So, but I mean, they want the... The champs won anyway, so whatever. Yeah, it literally did ended up having no consequence, no bearing on on any storyline or anything that we know of. Maybe it will evolve into something, but for now, kind of just a weird one and done nothing. I, I you just reunited Hawkins and Ryder. Yep. You could have used Hawkins and Ryder in this spot, definitely, and given them the match against the tag team champs. And uh, yeah, I agree with that. Put them over, but that's all right. Uh, friend of the podcast, Greg says Dash claims he was injured. Okay. Oh, so, does he? So, so he I, just doesn't have to show up? Yeah, so I don't know I don't know what's going on there, but so mm. we'll investigate. Well with with AEW, like we're we're like over analyzing things now and just like oh AEW confirmed. Like yep. we're we're just jumping to conclusions, so we would never jump to conclusions in the rest uh, of the I mean no, never. Uh-uh. Uh should we move on? Do yep. it. Let's go to the next match. Up next we have Shinsuke Nakamura versus Rusev for the United States championship in one year, guys. Okay, I was yeah, I was in gonna one year this too. Shinsuke Nakamura has gone from winning the Royal Rumble to being on the pre-show. The United States Championship right now, and 
this is going to sound weird with me saying this because the, the other mid-card belt on the other show wasn't even defended tonight, but there is no championship in WWE today that gets less respect than the United States Championship. You're absolutely correct. The U.S. Champion is never even on TV. It, nope. When Shinsuke had it, he wasn't. Um, Rusev won it, and then he hasn't been on TV. Uh, so it's all... it's it's For some reason, they just do not care about this belt. They don't mm-hmm. respect this belt. It shows here. And like I said, it, it does kind of... I know it's kind of weird me saying it because, again... The IC title wasn't even defended on the show, but I don't know. It just feels like it's it's not a focus of anything right oh, now. Oh God, uh, dude! Like in the last three years, there's been a small window yeah. where it meant a little bit, but besides that, it's just been a throwaway title. Yeah, pretty dude, much. Do you remember a couple years ago when Cena won it again? And like it seemed he like was having he, his open challenge. Yes. Yeah, and it looked like he, yes. they were going to do something huge with it. And Kevin Owens. That won was the it. Owen debut, right? Owens debut. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And so they were That's really putting that something. over. Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess we we'll get into the match here. So it is for the U.S. title, which Rusev is holding at the time of this match. A uh, big kick to Nakamura to start, and then a suplex to Nakamura. Nakamura beats up Rusev outside, uh, beats the count back in, but just barely. There's a follow-away slam to Nakamura, followed by a spin kick. Rusev teases a suicide dive, but Shinsuke kicks him and then moves out of the way. Hits a spin kick to Rusev back in the ring, followed by a nice-looking scissor kick, and then a running knee for a near fall. There's an axe handle uh, by Rusev, and Shinsuke is just, like, selling his ass off. He's flipping around. He's doing some crazy stuff. And we get a Mashka kick, and then uh, a black hole slam. That's what it was. It was a black hole slam. We can we can call a spade a spade, right? Yes. Uh, nice little nod to the newly hired Abyss in NXT. Uh, Shinsuke mm. sinks in an armbar, transitions into a triangle. Beautiful transition there. Rusev deadlifts him, and then Shinsuke transitions into the guillotine from that. Rusev taps, kind of, but the ref doesn't say anything. So I think he was, what he was trying to do was grab the belt of Shinsuke to, to set him up into the next spot. But, it, like... He tapped. Like, he tapped out. Like yeah. the oh, motion yeah. happened. There was a few times this happened. I was gonna say that happened a few times in this show. Yeah, yeah it, it did. Uh, this is the first time we noticed it. Uh, eventually, uh, he gets a suplex on a Shinsuke for a near fall. Hey, uh, Death Valley Driver for a Nakamura near fall right after that. And then <laughs> I love this part because Nakamura's like his facial expressions and like the way he carries himself is like an evil villain from like Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, and he's just oh. like <laughs> he, he's like in the corner taking off the turnbuckle pad, but he's like. <laughs> And he's like taking the turnbuckle pad off, and Lana has like has her shoes off, and she's like trying to get the referee's attention. Well, just like one, you're cheating. Yeah. She's like, you're cheating, you're cheating, and the ref's just like trying to get her down. This whole time, Shinsuke is just diddling with the turnbuckle pad. He eventually does. <laughs> if he get had it a off. mustache, he'd be twirling yeah. it. He eventually does get it off, and then um, Shinsuke and Lana kind of had to st- have a stare down for a moment. Uh, uh, Rusev goes to take down Shinsuke. He moves out of the way, and Rusev takes out Lana. She crashes hard onto the apron. Hurts her ankle real bad. It was a really weird bump, too. Yeah, it was. Like, she, like, plopped onto her legs instead of, yeah. like, you know. Like, uh, so one. so Rusev is concerned, obviously, for the well-being of his wife. He goes over to check on her, and then a brutal Kinshasa. King, I can't say Kinshasa. it. Kinshasa. Thank you. To the back of Rusev's head, and Shinsuke Nakamura gets the pinfall and is your new now two-time universal, I wish, nope, nope. United States champion. This was actually a pretty decent match. It's a mm. shame it was relegated to the pre-show. It went ten and a half minutes, so it got a little bit of time for a pre-show match. Uh, I enjoyed it. I gave it three stars. I also gave it three stars. I thought, I actually thought it was better than I was expecting. Yes. Um, I, cu- I kind of get a feeling that the pre-show is kind of a demotion. Yes. So I feel like if you're on the pre-show, you're probably not going to give it 110% like you should be. Because you're essentially being demoted, and I should say, I will say, I don't think that the, I don't. I, I and I honestly believe this. I don't think the company looks at it that way, but I certainly can see where the competitors would look at it. That and, way. Wrestlers absolutely do. And as a fan, I look at it that way. Yes, because I feel like this match could have been on the main card, and th- I don't know what you can take off of the main card. That's the thing. It was such. A it, it's such card. a stacked card tonight, and you know, with the Royal Rumbles, you know, you can only fit so much on. So I, right. I, I do kind of get it. 
Um, I was I will say I was disappointed Rusev lost the belt already. Um, I was hoping to see a good good long reign from Rusev there, but maybe bigger and better things. Maybe you know we were talking about who's going to be the WrestleMania challenger on the SmackDown side. Maybe that's going to be Rusev. Rusev, I they, totally they buy can't that. seem to make up their mind. It seems like with they, Rusev. It, he he's like such a classic case of stop start booking. Yes, that I like haven't seen such a case of this in such a long time. Where like he was just getting a a, a main event world title spot and a smaller, albeit smaller pay per view, but a pay per view, and he had yeah. a good match with AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. And then now he's losing the U.S. title on the pre show. We'll see what's next for Rusev. Um, okay, sure. so I gave I gave it three stars. Awesome. Um, I think you can take out that tag team match in the beginning and give both these guys more. time time and tell more of a story however uh it did feel at times that they were kind of just going through the motions which again i think is kind of the mentality with the uh pre-show yeah. and i know that i saw rusev on twitter earlier someone was saying you know oh, are you gonna be driving a tank out to the to a royal rumble tonight and rusev was saying i'm on the pre-show buddy lol come on yeah like <laughs> so he obviously feels like he's being relegated you know, down the ladder too. So well, and I mean, in a big part, like that's what led to the downfall of both Neville and Austin Aries. Yeah. Uh, to a lesser extent, in Here's in the, the thing, company man. was those, those pre-show cruiserweight. Here's the thing, matches. man. If WWE wants to keep it, it's the competition's coming, and we all know it. If WWE wants to hold on to some of these superstars, they're gonna have to give them some bigger roles or watch them go be stars somewhere else. Yeah, that's and exactly it's gonna right. happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's just a matter of time, unfortunately, yep. yeah, because much. It's, it's, it's too crowded of a roster right now. I agree. Uh, speaking of the Cruiserweight, shall we move on? Do it. Up next, we have, and this is a match I think we all kind of saw being a pre-show match, and I should say, 205 Live is a smaller show. I'm kind of fine with these being pre-show matches because they get the crowd hot. Not a ton of people are going to be watching 205 Live because it is a network-exclusive show, so I'm kind of okay with this being a network uh, uh, or a pre-show match, and that is... The Cruiserweight Championship match between Hideo Itami, Kalisto, Akira Tozawa, and the champion, Buddy Murphy. This match... Ruled. Very spicy little match here. Very good little match. Hideo rolls out of the ring to start the match. Kind of takes his time. Lets all the other guys fight. Lots of roll-up attempts. Backbreaker by Murphy to Tozawa. Murphy catches Kalisto on Hurricane Rana. Kalisto fights back. There's a missile dropkick from Tozawa to Murphy. Atami finally enters the ring again. Atami and Murphy trade some really stiff slaps. Tozawa uh, goes through... So, this is a crazy spot. So, Murphy's on the apron. Uh, Tommy's kind of, like, working over on the apron. And then, uh, Kalisto comes in, right? Was, was it Kalisto? No, it was Tozawa comes in, goes through Tommy's legs, and takes out Kalisto and Murphy, who are both outside at this point. Uh, really, really, yeah, really cool spot. Yeah, suicide dive through his legs. Uh, yeah. That was sick. Uh, and then Kalisto monkey flips Tozawa. Uh, outside of the ring onto Murphy on the outside from the apron. Another six spot. Really, right, back-to-back cool spots there. There's a rolling Death Valley driver to Atami for a near fall. Then Murphy lawn darts Kalisto into Atami into the corner. There's a flying missile dropkick to Murphy by Tozawa. Uh, a little bit of a messy Hurricane Rana to Atami there. And then a suicide dive to Atami by Tozawa. Uh, Murphy to- Topikon Hero takes out everybody outside. And then a spike Hurricane <laughs> Rana from Kalisto to Murphy for a near fall. I mean, and Kalisto sold his butt off there. His head was just spiked into that mat. You want to tell everyone that move again? I love it when you Topicon do this. Topikon Hero. Or Hilo. I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, you're, I can feel you belittling me, and I don't like it. Uh, love goes, I love you too. Kalisto <laughs> goes up top, gets super kicked, powerbomb by Murphy. Tozawa breaks up the pinfall. A big reverse runner to Murphy. Atami breaks up the pinfall. It gets a near fall of his own off of that spot. Uh, there's a Kalisto near fall on Atami after a Selena del Sol. Uh, nice uh, false finish there, because that's obviously Kalisto's finishing move. And then after that... Um, a Tommy and Murphy trade forearms, and the Tommy gets killed with a kick by Murphy, and then a double super kick to Murphy from uh, Tozawa and Kalisto. There's a stiff punch to Mur- Murphy, a knee to Tozawa by Murphy, and then one to Kalisto. Huge knee to a Tommy by Murphy, uh, and then a Murphy's Law to a Tommy to win and retain in 12 
minutes. This was Woo. 12 minutes. This felt like an X Division match from like 2006. Oh this like, was nuts. This was 12 minutes of just like non-stop balls to the wall action. I loved this match. I give it four stars. The Cruiserweights and 205 Live just, I know, like I said, they're kind of their own small, like self-contained, like little unit right now, but they are putting on some of the best work in all of WWE. So four stars for me. Mm-hmm. I also gave it four stars. I thought this was incredible. I thought every single guy looked great. Um, you know, I think when I was watching this match, I, I really thought there was only two guys that could potentially win this match, and that was Murphy and uh, Atami. But as I'm watching this match, I was starting to kind of feel like b- both Tozawa and Kalisto had a chance to yeah. win it as well. And I thought I thought it brought in a lot of uh, realism that any guy can win and made you think that anybody can win at any given time. And it was so fast that the, the match seemed like it was four minutes. Yeah, it uh, flew by. As Bruce Pritchard said, everyone got their shit in. Yes, yep, they certainly yep. did. They certainly did. I gave, I gave it four stars, man. If this is if you didn't catch the pre-show at all, this is the match you want. Oh yeah, uh, this is this is close to being my match of the night oh, outside of the Roman very matches. Very close, man. The fine. I mean, this is the final match of the pre-show, and what a better way to get him hot for that main card? Buddy Murphy's a beast, dude. He's so good. Like, and, and that he Murphy's in, lot. He fit. Yes, is a crazy move. He fits in so well with the Cruiserweight, just being like the the man among boys there oh, for sure. Uh, but not being oversized necessarily. Yeah, definitely. There was that one moment, and I don't know. Like you touched on it a little bit, but there was one moment where there was like fifteen stiff kicks between everyone. Yeah, just like in right a toward, row, right dude. Towards the end of the match, and uh, there was one where I don't know if Murphy went for an enziguri or something, but it got deflected into a <laughs> into the guy right next to him. Like, the kick oh, got, yeah, yeah. got, like, spun. He took the energy from Murphy's kick and spun it into the guy and next to him. Set, like, it was just like, ooh, it was amazing. ooh, and the Jesus! Like, it people were just taking shots. It was incredible. Four stars. Uh, okay, and with that, the actual... Royal Rumble proper begins with a nice little video package uh, kind of tying in the past, the present, and potentially the future of the Royal Rumble. Again, like, we're getting to the point where there's not, like, a ton to say about these video packages. It was a standard uh, WWE pay-per-view opening video package. They do so well on these. They do. Yes. And we go they right it. into uh, our first match. Royal Rumble 2019, sponsored by Golden oh, Crisp yeah. Cereal. Okay, this guys. bugged me. Okay, guys, if anybody's listening here and actually likes Golden Crisp Cereal other than our friend Jordan Kelly... <laughs> who watched this pay-per-view with us, and there's a lot wrong with him already. Yeah, and and like some just... more than Honey Smacks, for God's sakes. So so if you actually like Golden Crisps, let us know, because we think it's fucking terrible. I feel like this is a, I feel like this is <laughs> a last... Was with I feel like this yeah. is a... I feel like this is a last-ditch sponsorship effort for them because they're like, we gotta do something, or like the Golden Crisp Company LLC is gonna shutter forever. Like, well, I mean, they're we have one by, thing to invest in. I mean, they're owned by like I don't know, either Post or Kellogg's or something. Please don't ruin my fantasy, Luke. All right, sorry, but yeah, I, I didn't get it either. It was, was a weird spot. Our friend Greg says uh, he likes Captain Crunch. Hey, that's Greg, what he said on the live I'm stream. with you, pal. Captain Crunch is the goat of the breakfast peanut, The peanut butter breakfast ones. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Crunch uh, and then after that video package and the uh, sponsorship. Uh, deal goes through. We get right to our first match, which is going to be the man, Becky Lynch versus Asuka, who is the current SmackDown Live Women's Champion. And this is for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship crowd. I mean, perfect match to open this card. Perfect match to open hot this card to because the crowd was so hot for Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously Asuka too. Like both both ladies were treated like the stars they truly are and the superstars that they that they that they are. And that was really cool to see both ladies get a huge reaction here. Uh, there's a collar and elbow tie-up to start. Big strike by Becky, and then 
Uh, Asuka follows that up with some huge forearms of her own. Becky tries for a baseball slide. Asuka avoids it, hits a hip attack to Becky off the apron. Becky kicks Asuka off the apron right after that. There's a Beck splitter to Asuka off of the barricade outside the ring. Snap suplex to Asuka back in the ring for a near fall. Asuka misses another hip attack, and then, a, and then Becky goes in to knock her down. She hits a rear naked choke into the ropes. Really cool looking spot there. Becky sinks the armbar into Asuka in the corner, and then there's a toe kick to Becky, and then a top rope drop kick to Becky, and then a German suplex to Becky. So Asuka was just bam, 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 getting in some nice moves. Hip attack for an Asuka near fall. And then Asuka whiffs on a top rope drop kick, and then it leads to a pump handle Uranagi to Asuka for a Becky near fall. And then Asuka plays uh, possum for a second, sinks in the armbar of her own, then a sleeper. Big forearm strikes to Becky on the apron. She teases the German suplex off the apron, but cannot get it. Lynch teases the apron back exploder, and then hits. Uh, Asuka hits this like really weird looking fisherman swinging neckbreaker to uh, Becky from the apron to the ground. Bit of an awkward spot, but still a super cool one. Like, the impact was really sold on that spot there. By the way, if you hear jingling in the background, that's Kyle's cat. He, they always decide that's to... studio play, cat. They, yeah, studio cat. They always decide to play, like, when we're recording and never... Never before. Never before. But, but never they're, after. Great. they're great cats, so... They are, they are great cats. So they can I, I hang out. Cats. Exactly. Uh, just the studio cat, so Bastard. don't mind that. Uh, that was a cool looking spot anyways that swinging neck breaker off the top I thought anyways uh, Becky barely beats the count but she does back in the ring there's a basement drop kick for a big Oscar near fall they start trading slaps huge spin kick to Becky uh, for an Asuka near fall. Asuka just nailed her right in the noggin with that spin kick. Uh, Beck splitter from the top rope for a near fall. Becky goes up top, misses a leg drop. Asuka immediately sinks the Asuka lock in, transitions into the disarm her. Becky gets an Asuka lock of her own. Another big kick to Becky. Becky sinks in the disarmer again. There's a roll up for a Becky near fall. And then Asuka gets the Asuka lock in, transitions that into the cattle mutilator, which is like the bridging, basically bridging Asuka The old lock. Daniel Bryan. Uh, sure locked you know. in, gets locked in. Becky taps out and Asuka retains 17 and a half minutes. This is a good little match, guys. It was. Really, really, really I good opener. I loved it. It got time. The crowd was hot. There was a lot of nice reversals, a lot of nice submission stealing and finisher stealing spots. I ended mm-hmm. up giving it 3.75 stars. Mm. Just fantastic way to open mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. Well done, ladies. I uh, I gave it a four. Oh. I thought Nothing it started off a little slow, but then it just got the, the reversals, the submissions. Becky and Oscar show why they're two of the best in the world. Yep. And Becky, I can see why she's so hot right now. And here's the crazy the thing about Becky. In ring, she's getting better and better every week, which is crazy. I know because she's already great. Yes, absolutely. I gave it. I gave it three and a half. Um, it was slow in plotting to start out, but because they gave it that time that it needed, yeah. they were able to tell a good story. Well, like we were saying with the people who were watching the show with us, like how many WWE matches have we seen where they're attempting to tell that story, but the match doesn't have the time to get out of second and third gear. Yeah. And I will admit that the whole like first little chunk of that match, I was kind of worried that was going to be the case. It was but just teeter totter. Yeah. Thankfully, it got the time to kind of evolve. It, it was just more building itself up. Yeah, yeah, it had some sweet spots of fisherman neckbreaker, the Beck exploder off the top row. I mean, it was all good. Um, I saw something uh, Bubba Ray, Bully Ray, whatever you call him, on Twitter uh, was saying that Sasha, or excuse me, gosh darn it, Becky should have passed out rather than tapped. Oh, and to that's keep her, like to keep her yeah, I would have liked that. But I, you I know what? Like I'm. I don't know. I don't feel like she's any weaker because of this. No, no, and she would get a huge pop a little bit later in the. She doesn't. She doesn't need to. She doesn't need to match Austin step for step. Yeah. So that's true. Uh, So yeah. After that, we go to the Miz and Shane O'Mac versus Shane McMiz. Yeah, Shane McMiz. I'll say that. Miz O'Mac versus the Bar for the tag team titles. Of course, the Bar are the current SmackDown Live tag team champions. Uh, I will say so. This whole angle uh, has, for the uninitiated, has been the Miz has really wanted to recruit Shane ever since the Best Best in the the world. World. Uh, tournament in Saudi Arabia and the Miz has, has been wanting to recruit Shane on his team for so long finally Shane gives in they went after the bar and have had a pretty decent little uh, storyline leading up to this match I was not sold on this story and I've been trying to talk Zach into liking this 
for a month. But I was kind of into this. I, I was kind it. of into I it by it. the time yeah. the, the, the match came. Uh, the This might have been the most predictable match on the card. Uh, yeah, for definitely. Me anyways, should we get into it? Do it. So Shane Spears, Sheamus, right as the bell rings, and then The Miz comes in and Cesaro come in. They both size each other up for a while. There's a big uppercut to Miz in the corner. And Sheamus, top five uppercut all time, maybe? Yes. Sheamus or Cesaro? Cesaro. I oh, yeah, Cesaro. I come on, Zach. Cesaro. Damn it. Yes, Cesaro. Top yes, top five. He's got a great uppercut. Well, he's got the best European ever. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so. uh, Sheamus gets tagged in, and they double-team Miz. A lot of heel action here. The heel team, the bar is getting away with a lot in this match, by the way. And the ref is not like, stopping A lot it. of just blatant, like, bolt, just tag-teaming and double-teaming. Like, more than the average tag-team match, I'd, I'd go so far to say. Well, they don't set the bar. They are they the, the bar. bar. Yeah. Uh, so Cesaro keeps getting involved, but the nice. ref is distracted. The bar tries to jump Miz, to put Miz through the announce table, but Shane breaks it up at the last second. He puts Sheamus onto the table. Or puts Cesaro under the table. Goes for an elbow drop through the table, but uh, uh, Sheamus gets involved with Miz, and he just does a diving, diving jump onto Sheamus instead. Cesaro rams Shane into the barricade, and the back end of the ring, the bar double-teaming the Miz. Shane's dead for a while. Uh, the bar double-teaming Miz for a near fall. There's a knee drop to the Miz for a near fall. And then, Sh- I love this part, so Sheamus puts him, Sheamus puts him on the ropes like he's going to go for the beats of the Valerie, uh, but Miz has like a Shane McMahon ask a jersey on and Sheamus just rips it right open the buttons but, just but, but, fly but, but, everywhere yeah. and he hit some of the stiffest those stiffest chest punches I've ever well, seen yeah, him the do forearms. he was going to town mm. on the Miz mm. uh, it was great and I just I love that visual of the shirt just like being ripped I just love that spot that's one of my favorite Sheamus spots for sure oh definitely I agree I agree brutal uh, and then there's a suplex to the Miz back into the ring from the apron for a near fall uh, and the Shane recovers at this point, and he's back on the apron. Uh, Sheamus gets back in. Miz is just getting killed forever here. Cesaro in. Axe handles the Miz. Shane finally gets tagged in. The crowd's pretty into it. Uh, corner strikes to Sheamus. There's a DDT to Sheamus for a near fall. Sets up for a coast-to-coast. Cesaro tags in, uh, and he gets taken out, set on top of Sheamus, and then he goes for the coast-to-coast. Cesaro catches him and gives him the Cesaro swing in the middle of the ring for. Ever. That was so long. Forever he puts it. I can't Cesaro remember who swing. he put it on prior. Like I think there's only been one other time it's been longer. It honestly. was so long. It was so awesome. And, uh, and Shane's like Shane for taking it. And Shane's yeah. just sitting there like just bracing his but head like God. Is, let he's it got stop, one let hand behind his head, but then he's like holding his shirt down. But yeah. he's like wearing an undershirt that's tucked in anyway. It's like, just self conscious. You don't got to be that self conscious. Then we I'm thought. Sure then we thought like, guy. have we ever seen Shane without his shirt off? I never have. I haven't either. Uh, huh. So Cesaro swings forever, and then Shane recovers quite quickly, puts Cesaro in the worst triangle I've ever seen, and there's a knee drop by Sheamus to break that up, and there's a boot by the Miz to Sheamus. Double team white noise for a Sheamus near fall. Uh, Miz saves Shane, hits a skull crushing, crushing finale to Sheamus, who rolls out of the ring. Shane goes up top, and then Shane hits you guys. Hey, you guys. Gorgeous. You guys. Shane hit a shooting star freaking press onto <clears throat> Cesaro. What? And that was nuts. For the one. Two, three, new tag team champions. That was my biggest pop of the night, I think. I think this whole oh, room stood me up. went 13 nuts. minutes. We have new tag team champions. Mizzo Mac, 3.25 stars. Hell yeah. And a lot of that is coming. I mean, it wasn't a bad match, but a decent amount of that's coming from that freaking shooting star press. Oh, he God. pulled that out of nowhere, and everybody, gorgeous, in the room, everybody in the room popped for that. This man is 49 years old, in case you're keeping track at home. Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, I give it 3.25. Like I said, right, you know, on. I also gave it three point two five. I had it teetering on three until he hit that shooting star press. I'm right around. Um, yeah, yeah. I also loved when they came out. The Miz and Shane McMahon came out, and Miz was wearing a baseball jersey similar to the one Shane McMahon always Beautiful. wears. Beautiful. Yeah, it was hilarious. So and they both go hug Miz's dad at ringside. I love it. <laughs> yep. Good. good and stuff. the bar and the bar had some sweet purple outfits. Yeah, the they were looking good. Camouflage. They were looking good. Uh, I gave this one three stars. 
Um, I think what wrestling is doing so good right now, uh, and this is all across the board, whether it's WWE, you know, Impact, anything, uh, especially New Japan, they, if there's any old wrestlers, they book around their limitations so well. And I yeah, think that that's I think sure. that's what this match really did. Um, we talked about it during the match, but those Shane strikes still, I mean, just kill me. They're they're not very good. His his working oh, punches. Oh, they're horrible. Um, you just gotta take it take it with a yeah. Take and it with his stomps. It's just like God, man. Come on. I will After say, all these years, like, and we were talking about this a little bit during the when we were actually watching the show live. But like, The Miz has had such a career renaissance. God. And to see him get another title now is just. I mean, he's working his way up there as, like, the list of one of the best IC champions of all time. He's just one of those... I don't think anybody will ever say he's the greatest of all time. But nope. he's just always but, there. Nope. He is a company man through and through, and he's one of those guys that has just done great work. And for somebody who had all the odds against him coming in as just a reality <laughs> just show Just a punk snob, kid reality yeah, star, yeah. He, he has evolved into one of the... One of the most, most consistent consist- yes. superstars on Solid. the roster. And uh, congrats to Shane, because he is a tag team champion. Backstage, uh, uh, right after this match, we go backstage. Sasha is being interviewed. And Charlie Caruso is kind of trying to stir the hornet's nest here. Because she's just like, people, pretty much, to paraphrase, people say you suck, Sasha. What do you think about that? And yeah. she just says, like, if people can downplay me all they want, uh, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to... Shut up, Charlie. I'm going to beat the hell out of uh, Ronda Rousey and win the title. It was really cool, and I'm paraphrasing I'm a, a lot, obviously, but... It's not Sasha kind of had a little bit of that vicious edge back to her. Yes, she did, uh, which has kind of been missing for a little bit. And it's so nice to I see. I need heal Sasha. I need it in my soul. I do too. So bad. We need Sasha to turn on Bailey soon mm-hmm. and get that feud going. Mm-hmm. And I think they're I think they're working on us, boys, because I think the end of this match is leading up to a little bit of mm-hmm. something. And mm-hmm. they're they're gonna not blow their load tonight and uh, they're gonna keep us <laughs> keep us waiting for a little while. Should we get into the match? <sighs> Luke just blew his load, but yeah, get in the match. Congratulations, Luke. Thanks. Uh, the match is going to be first Sasha. Time. I remember my first time. The match is gonna be Sasha Banks versus Ronda Rousey, who is the Raw Women's Champion. And this is for the Raw Women's Championship. A little aside real quick about Ronda Rousey. Uh, the rumors i'm not gonna call it news but the rumors have come out that she will be uh leaving briefly the company uh, around wrestlemania time to uh try to start a family try and start a family uh and i want to say the big boys and body slams if that's the case like congratulations come back whenever you are ready or want to like we know this that you know you're a human being and you do what you got to do and if this if your run if your current run is over in wrestlemania you've had one of the best first years i think a superstar has ever had time you you know what you can't blame somebody for wanting to go be a human being you know no and i don't at all because i think that she she's entitled to it she put her blood sweat and tears into the ufc for a very long time Um, revitalized strike force ufc yeah she revolutionized women's mma she came to pro wrestling she's picked it up faster than anybody not named Kurt Angle and has put on just some stellar matches. Yes. And I know a lot of people were like, oh, she's not going to be that good when she comes in. And I got that criticism and I understood it. I, I, was, I was one of those people. I was yeah. skeptical, but yeah. she blew everybody's mind. Yeah, including yeah. mine. And as I've said before, it, I mean, ever since that TLC match, I've just, that was, not that I wasn't already sold on her, but that was like the final nail. Where was that Naya? Was that the Naya match? Yeah. 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 TLC. So she, I just want to say, she carried her. Back, uh, a friend of the podcast, Ronda Rousey, 
Uh, you do you. Let's get into this match. Do it. Uh, they trade arm drags as the bell rings. Uh, there's a three amigos to Sasha, which is not only a callback to Eddie, but it's a callback to a move Sasha has in her own move set. On the third attempt, though, Sasha counters it. Ronda counters that into the arm bar. Sasha gets to the ropes. A huge stiff slap to Ronda by Sasha, followed with a kick to Sasha's belly. She rolls out of the ring to catch her breath, that being Sasha. There's a suicide dive to Ronda. Back into the ring for a near fall. Double knees to Sasha in the corner by Ronda. There's a running knee to Ronda for a near fall by Sasha. A huge torquing arm bar to Ronda. Vicious. She had her arm like hyperextended. Oh, and then she grabbed the other arm and, and wrenched that back too. Really, really, really good looking spot. Uh, she transitions that slowly into the bank statement. Ronda does escape. Hits the Piper's Pit to Sasha, which is kind of like a Samoan drop type maneuver. Ronda hits a triangle over the ropes to Banks. Really good looking spot there. Superplex to Ronda for a near fall by uh, Sasha. There's a hip toss for a Ronda near fall. A couple judo throws. And then those, looks sick. those judo tosses by Ronda like Blink of an eye, you miss it. Like you know if you blink during well, the spot, she's it's only over. been doing them for her say, whole life. You know yeah, what's true. crazy too, though, is like I bet these are so smooth because she's been doing them so long that yeah, she's for sure she's and she's taught judo and stuff before, so she's mm-hmm. probably just whipping Sasha around, and Sasha's yeah. just loving every minute of. Oh, I'm sure. I'm soft sure. bumps, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, so they both Ronda rolls out of the ring to catch her breath Sasha gets caught in a suicide uh, dive attempt. She gets put into the arm bar. Sasha's tapping, but outside of the ring, uh, and. Uh, apparently Ronda doesn't know the rules because she gets mad at that so she throws her back inside there's a knee to Sasha for a near fall Ronda uh, gets tossed pretty hard into the bottom turnbuckle uh, double stomp to Ronda's injured arm she'd been selling the arm from the arm bar previous there's a bank statement to Ronda she, uh, she uses and then so at one point uh, while Sasha was selling her own arm injuries she took off like the little arm band that she has and she straight up just like dr- just like draped it ac- across Ronda's mouth and was just yanking on it in that bank yeah. statement spot Joking. really 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 cool mm-hmm. looking um there's a double stomp. Oh, I already said the double stomp. So, yeah, so she that was a, a nice spot, a good tease there. She stomps on her arm as she goes for the ropes, uh, stomps on her hand so she can't put the hand on the ropes. She eventually rolls out of it, uh, gets rolled into a backslide for a, a Ronda near fall, and into an arm bar of her own. There's a gut wrench slam to Sasha uh, by Ronda, a nice deadlift gut wrench slam, and then a judo drop to Sasha. I missed the name of it. That's our finisher, though. For the win, Ronda retains by pinfall. In 14 minutes. I thought you called it the Piper's Pit. What's the Piper's Pit? Is that it's the, like a it's like a more it's the Samoan drop? Yeah, spin? yeah, yeah. That's what she hit at the end. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, and that was the finish in 14 minutes. Very entertaining match. Uh, man, Ronda's good. Sasha's really good. Uh, I give. I'll, I'm gonna give my match a star rating first, and then I'll go into what happened post match. Okay. Uh, I give the match 3.5 stars. Uh, really, really good match. I mean, again, just the the Ronda proving that she is a legitimate professional wrestler, and she's working with one of the best. So, this was a recipe for success. Um, maybe I was just so into this show, but I gave it four stars. Mm. I thought this match just had so much. Is this drama. your third, third four star match? Yeah, in a row, dude. Holy shit! Yeah, I no, I guess not in a row because I guess the Shane McMiz match was in there. In oh the middle. yeah, that's okay. But um, dude, there was just so much drama and storytelling into this match, mm. and like Ronda and Sasha are just so good, and and I was just I enjoyed every minute of it. Like I was just like, oh, I want more, I want more. I'm gonna be honest, I used to not enjoy women's wrestling. That was like my piss break. It was, now, yeah, yeah. yeah now, sure. now I'm sitting here watching this these this show, and I'm like, when do I go piss? Yeah. On the end of my seat. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Do, I, do I just need to get something in my pants that can just like <laughs> absorb it? A yeah, a diaper. yeah, like a catheter <laughs> or a diaper or something because I don't want to miss Ooh. a thing. That's like the state of these pay per views now. Like, there's no like it's six hours where you really. can't go go yeah. poop. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. Luke, what did you think of the match? I gave it three and three quarters. Um, I like this one better 
than the uh, than the Becky Lynch match, just because oh, wow. okay. the the story they told with the joint manipulation, um, it's kind of crazy. I mean, Sasha, even though she's had this back and forth, she's been with Bailey, so she's kind of been in the background a little bit, but she's still so over. The crowd was cheered for her a lot more uh, than Ronda. Yeah, I'm not sure if I like this or not, and she's done this a lot. Uh, Ronda yells at the crowd like, Are you, "You're saying I can't wrestle?" And then like, you know, yeah. be, continues to beat the crap out of Sasha. That, that's a good point. Yeah, like I, I, I don't, I don't know. I think it just feeds into her like really. And if there's one slight you, you've always been able to give to Ronda, it's that mm-hmm. she she feeds into what the media and what her fans and her critics alike say of her. And I think right. that it can kind of manifest itself. And that was some, kind of like a, a a little crack there that she showed where she was kind of like calling out her. Her uh, people who don't really respect right, sure. her as a wrestler, and, um, you know, just you gotta, well, she, she you gotta got learn to let that stuff go. She got some jeers. Yeah, yeah. Like, I also want to throw out that I really appreciate her naming a move after Roddy Piper. Oh, for sure, because she's he, given so many tributes to him. It's he's awesome. one of my favorites of all time, and I think he's one of the most underrated of all time. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think the Hulkamania era would have been as big without the foe. You know, no way. Yeah. So, I think I think I think it's great that she had such a close relationship with the man, and she's able to. Uh, show the respect that he deserves and that yeah. show, show show that she cares about him you yeah know? so yeah three and three quarters uh the joint manipulation was incredible in this match they yeah. both were yeah. awesome storytellers so post-match uh ronda helped sasha up they kind of embrace a little bit in the ring and then she uh ronda separates the ropes so sasha can leave she gets about ha- and by the way the camera work for this entire post-match segment was the best I've seen in WWE in years. Mm. As far as that's coming from the videographer. As far as like in arena, because they hit all their spots here. It was really well done. So Sasha gets to about halfway down the aisle and she stops. She gets this like really like evil Sasha face, like this contorted face. This grin. She turns back around. She goes to Rhonda. Left-handed handshake, by the way. Don't know how I feel about that. Does a left-handed handshake. She holds up the four. Obviously, a call to the four horse women of NXT. She goes back up the ramp. Uh, she stops again, gets another evil smirk, and you think for sure she's coming back a second time. She does not, and that's the end of the segment. So a little sprinkling of maybe a, a, tease, tease. a, a Sasha Banks who's tickle, had tickle. just too much and is going to snap soon. I hope that's what we get Please. because Sasha Banks has been one of my favorite heels in wrestling. Such yep. a good heel. She's so good. Shall we move on? Yep. Mm. Up next, the first Royal Rumble match of the evening, the Women's Royal Rumble. Brief explanation of the rules, which obviously is you have to get thrown out of the, over the top rope, uh, land with both feet, and only your feet, both feet have to touch the ground to be an elimination. If every part of your body touches the ground, but one of you, the bottoms of your feet, you're still in the match. We're starting to get some convoluted stuff going yeah, this on is here. Start, this is it, starting it, to get kind it, of a ridiculous. It kind of came to light in this show yeah. uh, here, uh, starting with, the, with this match. If you land on both butt cheeks, man, I mean... And number one, yeah, you got to be out, right? Yes, I'm totally with yes. you. Uh, number one is, of course, of course, I'd say, of course, like it was predictable. It's Lacey Evans, and she's she good. She's she's great, and she did look a little green here, but I mean, her first exposure on the main roster in ring is being number one in the in the huge arena in the Women's Royal Rumble. And she got a promo, dude. Yeah, she got a little promo time. She pretty much introduced herself. So if you're not aware, her whole gimmick is she's like this very old fashioned, like vintage, which I hate the music American. for. Her, yeah, she has like this like poppy like bow, 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 like song. She should be coming out to like a big band tune or something. Yeah, you know. I agree. I I, I totally agree. I guess agree. I say I say I agree as I said. I was the one who pointed. Point. Yeah, I'm getting Luke, tired, Luke, guys. Do you agree? Uh, I in fact do Thank agree. You, uh, but Lacey Evans is number one. She got a. She reminds me if anyone's herself. ever watched if anyone's ever watched the Netflix series uh, Glow, which is obviously based on the old wrestling promotion. But she reminds me a lot of the uh, blonde main character Liberty Bell is her wrestling her wrestling name there. So cool. Should we get into it? Carbon copy. So yep. uh, I'm just gonna read. I mean, we got a lot. 
lot of notes to go through on this show. Yeah, so just, you, just go by. I hope you like my voice because you're going to be hearing a lot in the next it. few minutes. So, of course, Lacey Evans is number one. After she cuts her promo, number two comes out. It's Natalia. We get a nice double dropkick segment. Natalia tries to send Evans off. She fights her off. There's a hurricane run to Lacey Evans. Uh, time for number three to come out. It's Mandy Rose. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you and Corey Graves both, buddy. Uh, Mandy lifts up Natalia, tries to throw her out, hits a double sharpshooter to Mandy and Lacey. So both both Sick. ladies in the ring got put in a sharpshooter. So at first, I was like, oh, this isn't going to work. This is dumb. And then once she rolled her over and had her in the spot, it looked I was like, good. okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like It was a pretty cool spot. Um, and then Mandy lifts up Natalia, tries to throw her out. Oh, that's the double sharpshooter. I just said that. Liv Morgan comes in at number four, eliminated immediately. This was my biggest angry she moment. She only had night. enough time to literally run from the entrance ramp side of the ring to the announce table side of the ring, and then Look she cute. got tossed out. Yep. And that was it. Goodbye. Uh, Lacey it. Evans pulls out a hanky, like she wipes herself with it, and then throws it onto Mandy Rose and Natalia, who were like in the corner. Okay. Uh, Ember Moon comes in. She's at classy, bro. Oh, sorry. Number five is Mickey James. She comes in at this point. The legend. Mickey takes everyone out. Nice spin kick by Mickey to Natty. A little bit of a messy sequence. Uh, she, with, she whiffed a kick in the punch. Yeah. And then there's a little bit of a messy sequence where Mandy is trying to like stay in the ring, but Mickey's like trying to eliminate her. A little bit messy, uh, but we did get a cutaway because Ember Moon came in at number six to a fairly large pop considering she has not been featured on television uh the crowd was very dude, what excited the heck, to see her man she's so we're good, just dude. we're waiting on this i know i know i don't know what they're she'll waiting get, for she'll get her spot she'll no, get her she spot. needs it uh, and she had a good showing here uh she gets up at the top hits a crossbody to take out uh james and natalia a face buster from ember to lacy lacy evans gets put up top and then mandy and natalia try throwing her out can't quite get there number seven is the first of the i iconics which is going to be billy Kay. she comes out to the ring she thinks twice about <laughs> getting in though uh, she's just yelling man she's just she's like just I'm screaming and she essentially says that she's going to wait to get into the ring until Peyton Royce comes out, which, hey, to her credit, that's a good strategy. You want to wait until your, your partner's in to come in. Uh, so she's going to wait. And Nikki Cross comes in at number eight, takes out Billy Kay uh, on her way to the ring. Uh, she gets in, climbs up top, and just takes everyone out with a diving splash. Lacey Evans saves herself from an elimination. There's a bulldog to Mickey by Nikki. <laughs> I like that. It rhymes. Uh, Billy Kay enters the ring to get revenge on, on uh, Nikki Cross for taking her out. And then Peyton Royce comes in soon after that, hits a rolling Death Valley driver to cross. She helps Billy Kay up, and there's a Hurricane Rana by Ember to Royce. Ember holds onto the ropes, and then Ta Me Na comes in at number 10. <laughs> she Simone drops Ember, which was a clean, and these next ones weren't clean, though. And then Peyton Royce, and then Billy Kay. She's just dropping people, like, recklessly all over the ring. Come on, Tamina. You're too experienced to be doing that. Yeah, she doesn't want to do anything like her dad did. And uh, through the middle rope uh, goes Kay, but no elimination. She gets back into the ring. There's a super kick to Ember, a messy splash to Nikki, seated senton from Mickey to Tamina. Mickey gets super kicked out of the ring, and she is gone. God, that was dumb. Mickey deserved a longer spot. Number 11, I agree. Number 11 is Xia Lee, who was, of course, a competitor. Uh, uh, she very part-time on NXT, and she was in the Mayan Classic. Yep. Uh, which is interesting, because that's like kind of like your first like surprise entrant. I don't count Lacey Evans, because it was kind of obvious that she was going to be in the match, because she's getting called up Duh. so like this was like the first like big surprise so i could see if you aren't a hardcore fan why you'd be a little bit let down with this uh because uh, half of the people in the room we were watching with who are all diehards didn't really know who she was uh so you really only know who she was if she was in the mayon classic uh unfortunately but she looked okay there's some strikes to, to Kamina. To Tamina, she hits a spinning kick onto her and then kills Lacey Evans with a spin kick. Sarah Logan's in at number 12 now. She slams Ember down when she gets in the ring. Ember teeters off the apron, but she recovers. And then Nikki Cross gets eliminated really unceremoniously. So stupid. Just she tossed was, right out of the she ring. She looked so good. And the crowd did not like this. They shit all they over that. They booed the heck out of this when she got thrown out. They did not care for, for that elimination at all. 
Uh, and I agree. Charlotte is 13. She spears Logan. T-Bone suplex to Evans. The Iconics both get thrown out of the ring. But we never, we didn't know what was happening. Yeah, it wasn't clear if they went through the middle rope or the top rope. They were kind of like draped on the apron. But we never saw them again. So I guess they are eliminated. Goodbye, Iconics. Thank Bye-bye. you for coming. There were a few unceremonious. Like There were, yeah. Uh, Zia Lee then gets eliminated by Charlotte. Uh, number 14 is Kyrie Sane. Yay, she comes into a nice pop. Yay, she's uh, a pirate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tamina gets eliminated by Charlotte while she's making her way to the ring. There's a forearm from Sane to Logan. Charlotte and Sane trade chops and there's an insane elbow to logan love that elbow drop love 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 that elbow drop uh that should that be a ditty that we do should that be a callback man that was love good. love 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 it's a good elbow drop what can i say i'm sucker for good elbow. Elbow. Uh, logan is eliminated by natty and Kyrie sane then they high five and then maria canellis is number 15 coming the power out. of love i love that song the, and I love Maria Canellis. I know you do, buddy. Uh, there's a bulldog to Lacey and Charlotte, and then an X-Factor to Ember, and then Canellis teases the Bronco Buster, but Charlotte spears her inside freaking out. Then Naomi is in at 16, obviously goes right for Mandy Rose, tries to suplex her to the outside, but she can't quite get it. There's a big kick to... Um, to uh, Naomi and then Mandy is out and then Naomi gets pushed outside but her feet don't touch the ground so she crawls over to the barricade balances on the barricade nearly falls off by the way balances all the way over to the steel steps and she has this leap that I wasn't sure if she could make but man she stuck it she stuck that leap she hits it beautifully and she is uh, safely back on the steel steps. She's going to get back into the ring, uh, but Mandy is waiting, pulls her down for the elimination, mugs to the camera and the crowd, gets a lot of good heat here, and then Mandy and Naomi just start brawling. Evans gets thrown out here. So typically when you see a spot like this, when you see Lacey Evans get pulled out like that, typically what would happen is all the refs had their back turned, so the elimination wouldn't count. We thought that's maybe what we were going to get here, but we didn't, and Lacey Evans just walked to the back while the brawl was happening. So... Once uh, again, another one that just was like... Uh, a little confusing. I, she might be eliminated? Maybe? Yeah. Uh, but I, she was. Yeah, so uh, Evans is thrown out. And at number 17, Candice LeRae, very nice surprise entrant, uh, hits a top rope drop kick to Ember right off the bat. Ember tries throwing her out, but she fights back. There's a gut buster from Ember to Candice, a sit-out powerbomb from Natalia to Charlotte. I marked out for Candice. Oh, yeah, me too. And the ring is getting pretty full at this point, so it's getting really hard to call some of this action. Uh, number 18 is Alicia Fox. Drop kicks everybody. Uh, and then Maria wants the truth. This is hey, really weird. Did you did you get the Naomi spot? What Naomi spot? The one where she saves by like corkscrewing across the apron. Yeah, I said that. He did. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. By the way, that was Naomi didn't do that. That was Kofi later. Uh, she walked on the barricade. God damn it! I know, I know. You have your Mister and Mrs. Rumble, and they're both doing different things. But I did mention it. Love you. I love you too. Uh, so, yeah. So where was I? Oh, so this is part really weird. By the way, so Maria Canales decided that she wants to have like a truce. Uh, with Mandy Rose, or not Mandy Rose, with Alicia Fox. And at first she's like, I'm not going to do it. But then she gives in. They're like, yeah, let's do it. And then they like beat some people up. And then Maria Canales puts on Alicia's hat and then like takes it off and starts stomping on it for some reason, even though they're supposed and to be And this friends. hat no-sells the hell out of her stomps. Yeah, the hat is just not going Made down of titanium. Like at all. This must have been encrusted with diamonds because it was not Jeez. giving at all. Um, so for some reason, apparently that was the shortest ever... Alliance. Uh, Alliance. <laughs> and then number 19 is Casey Cantnazero. I hope I'm pronouncing that right, Casey. And then Maria Canales gets eliminated by Fox when she's on her way to the ring. So again, another like kind of like 
replay driven elimination where we had to see it on replay when fox fox did like a little temper tantrum too after oh yeah after, after she stumped her hat she like did one of the classic laid down and started taking bumps for some reason and throwing a temper tantrum uh that was a bad sequence man i yeah. gotta call a spade a spade and yep. that was bad but maria's beautiful uh, yeah. so yeah Mar- canales is gone and then fox almost gets eliminated by casey but she fights it off and then zelina vega comes in at 20 she faces off against whoa, whoa. what does zelina vega look like She's she has the claw and the mask as Vega from Street Fighter. Oh yeah, she's just like Vega. That was so sick. And that was awesome. Uh, so I'm sure Video you like that, Greg. I'm sure you're a big fan of that because you were going off about Vega the other day. Uh, True. Sure you like that. Uh, so Zelina Vega is in at 20. She faces off against Larray, obviously calling back to their history in NXT. Yep. Uh, they brawl. Ruby Riot comes in at 21. She's a with the rest of the Riot Squad. Her friends. Uh, Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan. They pull Liv. Charlotte under the bottom rope, so she's not eliminated. Uh, they beat her up really good, and then Candice gets powerbombed in the barricade by the, by the uh, Riot Squad, and then tossed back in, and then eliminated by Ruby Riot. And then Vega, uh, she pieces out at this point and goes under the ring. And this was really well-timed because every time the ring was... Anytime there was a shot of the apron, she would, like, perfectly peek out. And it happened, like, three or four times. And there mm-hmm. had to been a lot of, like, organization to make that happen. And it was very well executed. Someone I was calling it. that spot to her for sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I really enjoyed it. And then Dana Brooke comes out at number 22. A big set-out powerbomb to Casey. And then Brooke gets pulled out of the ring and beat up by the squad. And then she's... Uh, Sane is eliminated by Riot while that's happening. Vega peeks out again. And then the Riot squad beats up Sane outside. Io Shirai comes in at 23. She does her best to take out the Riot Squad, and then comes in and moonsaults them, goes up top, moonsaults them down to the floor. She has such a good moonsault. Gorgeous. Oh, it's so great. Better and than Charlotte's? I, I agree. Yeah, I'd yeah, say it so. It is really good. I'd say so. Mm. Mm. Uh, the nice thing about Charlotte is she's so tall that she can like fold her body in half. It's incredible. Uh, but man, Eos is, is very good. Uh, and then the Riot Squad gets taken out uh, momentarily after that, and then Rhea Ripley is in at number 24. Pete Dunn's sister? Yeah, sure. Uh, Rhea Ripley's in at 24. They look very The similar. inaugural they do. Uh, UK Women's Champion, so she's over on NXT UK. Very talented. Uh, she's going to be great. Uh, and then she comes in. Casey's outside. Uh, she gets thrown out, but her feet don't touch. She does a handstand over to the ring post and then, like, flips her body up and, like, monkey climbs up the ring post. That uh, was so sick. It was really cool. Climbs up the apron, and then uh, she goes for a crossbody to Ripley, who catches her and then suplexes her out of the ring. So that was all for nothing. Uh, there's a single leg drop kick by Ember to Ripley. Sony Deville comes in at 25. There's a spear to Ember. Charlotte finally comes back in after getting beat up by the Riot Squad. There's a cartwheel splash to Deville, and then Ripley eliminates Brooke. And then Hornswoggle is out from under the ring, the right little next bastard. to Vega. Uh, little bastard Hornswoggle, and. Uh, starts chasing Vega around the ring. This was hilarious. Who's like terrified of him for some reason? I, uh, for some reason, <laughs> okay. She got chased out by a leprechaun from That's under the true. ring. Uh, so she chases Vega out, and she ends up back in the ring. She gets tossed by Ripley, and then Hornswoggle chases her away. And who knows what happened after that? Number twenty-six is Alexa Bliss to a huge wow. pop. Uh, there's a, and then I love this spot. I've never seen her do this. So she gets back into the ring, and she does a moonsault, a standing moonsault. But instead of landing with her body, she lands. She extra rotates and lands uh, like into a knee drop. She's so drop. awesome. It was I'm so, so glad cool. to I'm see happy her. she's home. Yes. And she delivered that to Ember. And there's a sunset flip to Charlotte by Alexa. Deville, Deville is eliminated by Alexa Bliss. And then Bailey comes in at 27. Uh, Bailey sends Riot out. Ripley gets sent out by Bailey with a huge back body drop. And she's eliminated. And then Lana's in at 28. But, guys, she's she, hurt from earlier. She's she selling her injuries walk. from the pre show. Uh, she comes out like. I don't know how they cleared her to come out in the first place because she like has like a cast on one of her legs. And she's limping. She can't even get her boot on. She's hobbling out to the ring, but she can't get there. She stops halfway down. The trainers come out to talk to her. Uh, and then Nia Jax comes in at 29. She stops on the way out and just beats up Nia. Or Lana. She beats up yep. Lana. And Nia, come on. You were the one that said bullying is not okay. 
just a few months before this, and now you can't you can't just be beating people up well, and bullying. She, she punched someone in the face, and she just ah, changed her way. Changed her mind, I guess. It she was got not bullied very nice. and just turned on everybody. It certainly was not nice. She eventually does get in the ring. Uh, Shirai moonsaults herself on a jacks. And by the way, uh, having Nia Jax come in at this at this spot was very deliberate because it's worth noting that we knew who number thirty was, and that was going to be uh, Carmella. Yep. Everybody in the dance arena, break. Every single person in the arena wanted number twenty nine to be Becky Lynch. And having it be Nia Jax was a perfect way to get some heat on her. And heat, it certainly got. Uh, because she was booed and booed hard as she made her way to the ring. Uh, Natalia gets thrown out by Nia here. And uh, this is after Nia, uh, Io Shirai uh, gets thrown out after she tried to moonsault Nia Jax and gets caught. And then Carmella comes in at number 30. There's a hurricane run of Jax. And then the crowd starts going crazy. We cut to the entrance ramp. And Becky Lynch is cutting a deal with her old pal, the Fit Be- Bexter. And uh, he's saying, you know, she, she, her case is since um, Lana cannot compete in the match, I should be the new number 28 entrant. Finley signs off on it. She run, Her music plays, and she runs to the ring to a monumental pop. pop, 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 pop. Might have been the biggest pop of the night. Oh, uh, it was The up crowd there. was yes. rabid for her as she came out. Uh, it was so great to, just to see them so into her. She goes in, hits a hurricane run to Nia Jax. Oh, I'm sorry. That was not her. That was Carmella that did that. Uh, Finley gives her the blessing. She goes in. She right for Nia. Some stiff strikes to Nia, by the way. A little receipt for what she did to her face on, oh, yeah. uh, on Monday Night there, Raw. There, there is a little bit of uh, some spite yeah, in those punches. Sure. Some stiff strikes, and then she's on the apron about to get eliminated, but she hits a Luthez press to Charlotte, and the crowd goes mm. insane for mm. this. You know why she did that. Austin. Yep. Exactly. The crowd Becky, knew it, too. Becky 316, bro. The crowd knew it, too. And then she gets up, hits a top rope missile drop kick to Nia. Alexa and Amber, Amber Moon are fighting on the apron. And then uh, Alexa just slams her down onto the apron and Ember falls and she is gone and then hits a Bronco Buster. Uh, somebody hits a Bronco Buster to Alexa. I didn't write who it was. Oh, it was Carmella because that's her move. Duh. Uh, there's a Duh. super kick by Carmella and then uh, Alexa is eliminated by, ba- by Bailey at this point. And Carmella. Uh, Becky rolls out of the ring. Charlotte goes for a Death Valley driver but drops Nia Jax right on her head and then just picks her up again, sets her onto the apron and then Becky pulls her down from outside of the ring for the elimination and now we're down to just Becky and Charlotte. Nia takes out Becky. As it should be. Yes. So Nia takes out Becky and just destroys her knee and there's a long spot where Charlotte's kind of in the ring, like soaking up the the heat from the crowd. Becky's trying to decide if she can continue on with the match or not, and uh, decides she can. She gets into the ring. She's really hobbled, but she wants to fight. And Charlotte's just working over the knee, working over the knee. And then there's an insecurity to Charlotte, and then Charlotte gets up on the apron and she kicks Becky away. And there's a suplex to Lynch, and then Becky eliminates Charlotte for the win in one hour and eleven minutes, and she is the winner of the second ever women's Royal Yay! Rumble. Woo! This was a pretty good Rumble match, guys. I don't think it was as good as last year's Women's Rumble. Uh, there were a few spots that were kind of iffy, but there were also a lot of fun spots, too. Well, they, dude, they packed last year's Rumble with, with yeah, legends, really and yeah, they tried to make it as awesome as But to their credit, they didn't have to do that this year. No, the roster's they so deep. They have a deep roster now yeah. Yeah, of women. There are only a few NXT people in there, and uh, mostly names that we recognize you bet. Uh, for 99% of it. Uh, I thought this was a good little match. Uh, I'm excited to see if Becky goes to Raw, if she goes back to SmackDown to face off with Asuka again. I think she's going to Raw, and we'll get that Ronda Rousey match. Uh, so it's fun when long-term booking works out, yes, and I sir. think yeah. that's the seeds yes, that we well, they didn't, for that. One thing they didn't do this year that they did last year, they didn't ask him right after they won yeah. uh, who they wanted to face. I'm sure if we look at Becky's Twitter, she'll be saying something soon. Uh, oh, I she's going to be facing Ronda. I give it 3.25 mm-hmm. stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, good. Ronnie. Little rumble match what did you guys think i gave it 3.5 um i had it really low at first through about the first half and then business started to pick up and we all knew becky was going to come out 
but it didn't change that it was the right call. I loved every minute of it, the whole Becky stuff. There are some cool spots. Um, I'm kind of getting irritated with some of the the Naomi Kofi Kingston like weird stuff. The Casey Costanzo or whatever. Like there's Cat- just Cotanzaro. Yeah. Yeah. There's just some weird stuff that I don't think you know adds up with the being thrown out and saving yourself. But a uh, nice little match. I thought everybody got their stuff in too. So three and a half. All right, Luke, what'd you think? Heck yeah. Um, I gave it three stars. First 10 or so, kind of as Kyle mentioned, were meh. But uh, then it really started to pick up. And the fans got what they wanted. Uh, Royal Rumble seems like it's a really good place for WWE to swerve, bro. Yeah, for uh, sure. And this time, the fans got exactly rewarded with what they were looking for. Um, I I love that they're really seeing this Stone Cold comparison and they're just embracing the hell out it's of it. It's totally warranted too, yeah. With the Luthez press and everything. I agree. Um, so, I mean, fans got what they wanted. The three-star match uh, wasn't as stacked as last year, but of course, it's not going to be, you know, yeah, the inaugural sure. is supposed to be stacked. Um, so. I will say, so obviously, um, and this is a bit of a sidebar, so if we, we want to move along quickly, we can, but I have to say this. WWE said it was right around Christmas time that there was kind of a new direction happening and uh, that they were going to start listening to the fans. And I think a lot of us kind of poo-pooed that notion when they first brought it up. But I think this was the first time we really saw it in action. And I am very excited for a lot of what we saw on this show and just a lot of what we see even with the television product. And I'm cautiously optimistic that we really are maybe entering a new era for WWE booking. And uh, Becky winning the Rumble was just emblematic of that to me. Because they actually are going to follow through with the obvious story. And just because it's obvious doesn't mean it's bad. And in this case, right. it's very, very good. Right. And so I think seeing them actually follow through with this, more than likely, is, is a very positive thing. Well, I mean, God, yes. dude. During the Austin era, they every single week, the WWE was giving the fans what they wanted. Yeah. Austin was kicking somebody's ass. Yep. And, I mean, yes, there were the downfalls, but it was just enough to keep them holding on, so... Yeah, shall we move on? Heck yeah. All right, up next we get a video package hyping up the WWE title match, which is going to be AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan. Fickle. The, fickle. The new Daniel Bryan. Fickle. fickle. Who, of course, is the champion. Fickle. fickle. And this is for... Stop fickle. Fickle, fickle, guys. You're fickle. I'm trying to run a podcast here. Sorry we're being fickle. Oh. Dude, am I just going to get shit thrown at me every week now? Huh? I, Luke, I'm really sorry about that. Thanks. Okay, we'll check it out. Oh, God. Oh, oh good save. Too sweet. Love you. Hey, okay. Secur- yeah. Security, can you escort Luke out? <laughs> He's a little out of control today. Yeah. Uh, and of Ooh. course, uh, this has been a very good feud, and uh, I never wanted to end. I wanted to Ever. see. I wanted to see if this was going to be the end. Speaking of ending, I wanted. I was interested to see if this was going to be the end of this feud or not. But and nay. I kind of came away with more questions than I have uh, answers. But good. Questions. I hope they're like seventy and still fighting for this title. I could watch it forever, Fight man. Forever. And, and, and Daniel Bryan right now, and we've said this uh, before, just like I, on asides or on pay per views we've reviewed recently. But Daniel Bryan right now, man, the run he's on. I'm convinced Dude, it's the best run of his career. Like these, he is like, on fire right now. These liberal promos he's cutting Are on people so right good. now. They're funny. They call in Vince McMahon, you know, the the representation baby of the baby generation. boomer generation, how much they've just taken, take and take. I love it. And the whole vegan thing. I absolutely am God he's up. killing it. I mean man. Every and he stomped on a burger. Yeah, that was in the pre show. He stomped on yeah. that like that rumble burger. Mm. Um, Heart get, attack take, on take, a the, bun, take yeah. the coleslaw off that, I'll eat that bitch all day. All, it looked good, it looked good to me. 
let's get into this match. Uh, this is for the title. They brawl into the corner to start. There's a nice arm drag by AJ. They trade chops. AJ gets sent hard to the outside by so, Brian. Can I say, I had like a little mental tick when AJ got thrown to the outside. I was like, oh, this match is over. Like, AJ <laughs> That's got eliminated. Royal Rumble, he's oh, eliminated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian wins the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Go ahead. Uh, AJ gets sent into the corner post outside, and then Daniel stomps on AJ's wrist. Back inside, there's a pinfall attempt. Double underhook slam into an arm bar by Brian. Really, really nice. Really smooth. Uh, AJ fights him off. He gets to the ropes. He, uh, there's some strikes to AJ's nose, which had been a little bit bloodied earlier in the match, so kind of nice consistency to actually see somebody working over a real-life uh, uh, wound, and he was just giving him strikes right to that right to that bad nose. Um, and then there's a backbreaker into a neckbreaker to Brian for an AJ near fall, and then dueling roll-ups, and then a dragon screw leg whip to Brian, uh, which looked really good uh, by AJ, and then a corner drop kick to AJ by Brian, a full Nelson suplex to AJ for a Brian near fall. Uh, Styles teases an avalanche Styles clash, but then Brian recovers and just kicks AJ right outside the ring, right off the top rope. That looked pretty brutal. Daniel goes for an apron spear. AJ moves out of the way and then knees Daniel to the ground. Uh, AJ's on the barricade, and then he does a moonsault off of the barricade and then hits the reverse DDT onto Brian. Oh, boy. Sick. So we're, getting, we're getting wild here. Oh, man. It that was that I love that that moonsault spot that he does into the, the reverse DT always looks great, but there's something about when he does it off of the barricade outside, mm-hmm. it just looks even better. And it, it was great. I loved it. I was Same. really into this match, but I will say, uh, while I find where I was, I will say that the crowd was starting to get a little sleepy here. I think because they weren't very hot for this match. Dude, uh, it seems like lately when they have the by the time they get to Styles and people Brian, are just like ready to go home. Yeah, that's what happens when you have a seven hour show, but. Yeah. Continue. Continue. I agree. Uh, AJ goes for a springboard 450 back in the ring, and Daniel just gets his knees up and kills him, and then he sinks in the LaBelle lock, uh, which is the yes lock, but he named it the LaBelle lock once again. Uh, and then he wrenches on the injured nose and just pulls, like, fish hooks his nostrils and just yanks up on it. Oh, that looks so I good. I love it. Oh, that looks I so good. Uh, and then AJ uh, counters out of that, sinks in the calf crusher. Daniels gets to, or Daniel Bryan gets to the ropes. Not Christopher Daniels. He's not in this match. Uh, there's an insecurity by Bryan. Some yes kicks to AJ. I'm still calling him yes kicks. And then a huge kick to AJ for a Bryan near fall. And then Bryan grabs AJ's hands and then just like starts kicking the hell out of him in the head. You know that spot he's been doing lately. Just stomping on uh, him. I, I love it. I love it. Uh, I love this like new attitude, Daniel Bryan. AJ headbutts uh, Daniel on the top rope. Probably shouldn't be doing that, but that's okay. Uh, Bryan crotches AJ on the top rope and then it hits a back backs off the top. AJ rolls through it though, kind of lands on his feet, and then he sinks in the calf crusher. AJ goes for a backslide, but Daniel fights free. There's a brain buster to Daniel to Daniel Bryan for a near fall by AJ, and then AJ goes for the phenomenal forearm, and Daniel just kicks him down hard, and then he fights back, goes for it again, gets kicked again when he lands, fights back with the Pele kick, and then Eric Rowan, the Eric Rowan. Did you get the ref bump? Oh, no, it didn't happen yet. Uh, okay. I'll get to it though. Okay. Eric Rowan saunters out to the ring. With a Charles Manson shirt on and a flannel. Yeah, he's wearing a flannel, so I think we know who he's going to align himself with here. See, I uh, it. Uh, so, at this point, I'm like, what is going on? And then Mike Kyoto gets hit with an enziguri after AJ ducks out of the way. Brian just decks him with his enziguri. And then Styles rolls into the Styles Clash, hits it. There's no one to count the three. And then Eric Rowan comes into the ring, doesn't choke slam. He palm slams the him. The claw. He palms his face and then slams him. And then... Uh, Dan O'Brien recovers from the Styles Clash, gets the pinfall, Kyoto recovers. One, two, three. Fellas, what the heck is going on? I love it. I loved this. I hope we are getting into like a a Manson family type. Yeah. Not like a Wyatt family thing, but like a Manson family thing where like... They're freak environmentalists. Brian, Brian can be like, do this, and they'll go do it for him. You know, because Charles Manson never killed anyone. 
the people did it for him. Yep. So I'm thinking that Ooh. Brian's going to start this little this? family of like, I don't know, liberal Nazis, I guess. I don't yeah. know. And the crowd, so after the match, they get up, they embrace a little bit, and then uh, Rowan holds AJ up, allows him to hit the single leg drop kick, and then they hold up his title and they leave together. The crowd is stunned. They they don't know what to make of this. I loved it. This is going to be the start of something very exciting for SmackDown Live. Yes, And I'm excited to see if anybody else kind of gets initiated or gets on board. The match itself, I gave 3.25 stars. Uh, I did enjoy the match a lot. The crowd brought it down a tiny bit for me, though. Uh, but I did enjoy the match. It was a good oh. match. Don't get me wrong. I could watch these guys wrestle forever. And the ending, um, it was a lot of fun. And I'm so excited to see where it goes. Well, I'm on a freaking roll here. I yeah. gave it a four. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, it started off really slow. And I was oh, like, just wait. I was like, oh my gosh, this is kind of not what I was expecting. Then it started picking up. And it went from first gear to 10th gear so fast. Yeah. So fast. And then I, I was in the middle of what, what to do. And then the Eric Rowan spot came out, which is just blew my mind i just i yeah. was not expecting it that. was so out of left field yeah it was so out of left field and so i have the, i have i was happy i loved it i think eric rowan can be used better than the bludgeon brothers i think the bludgeon brothers is fucking stupid but um yeah they had their little run they had that stupid thing with the hammers and it was just dumb so yeah. I, I i would like to see eric rowan be a person and not like like a super villain sort of thing i don't know i just want to see him like in a I don't know. I, I want to see where this role Like, goes. he was showing off his tattoos, which we'd never seen. Like, yeah. he yeah. was dressed in normal clothes. Like, exactly. That's what I'm he saying. He had I, a great look a here. A person mm-hmm. and not just a fuck friggin' I'm with you. Something. I'm with you. I'm getting tired. I'm, I'm off the rails. Oh, boy. Luke, what did you think of the match, buddy? <clears throat> I might have overrated this one, fellas. There's uh, no overrating here. Four and a half. Oh, okay. You might have overrated yeah, this match yeah. a little bit. Luke? Yeah. Luke? <laughs> yeah. You know, which is funny, because the last AJ Bryan match at, uh, what was the last pay-per-view? Survivor Series? Yep. TLC. TLC, yeah. I'm drunk. <laughs> nice. Um, I actually underrated compared to everyone else. They loved it. I don't think classic. you overrated it. I, I think, think you overrated it a I think. Bit. I think this is another classic chapter in what's been an amazing feud. Colin, did he overrate this match? Colin says yes. We need Dude. to be calling a hot mic for this next mm. live stream if he's going to mm. come back. Yeah. Coming back next time? All right, we got to get him. We got to get, get, get him. We got to get him. We got to get him. Yeah, he could be like Mega Matt. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, I'm just playing with you. It was super solid. It just... I think the crowd not being very into it kind of brought down my enjoyment. You said you said smooth, bit. and nothing describes these two more. Um, yeah, it, they just go seamlessly from spot to and spot. They're so stiff where they need to be. Yeah, but they protect themselves when it's necessary. And I will say too about AJ, he's obviously getting older, and we've seen a couple of young young AJ Styles matches in uh, his TNA, his time in TNA. Man, he has reinvented himself. Fine wine, baby. And, and he he is exactly he's aging One of so the goats. well. And he's changed his style to obviously make up for some of his age-based limitations, and he's still one of the best in the world. But really, I mean, maybe I was just so hyped on the possibility of this Manson whole, like this whole gimmick afterwards. Maybe that's it, maybe that's what I rated it, I on. But I am so excited for where this goes next. And again, some people, people fire off in the chat. Let us know if you guys are excited yeah. for this because uh, on our on our um, discussion thread on the Slam Chat, people seem to not really be into this. Twitter match feed, Twitter feed, people were pissed too, and yeah. not really be into this angle. But I am coming they, at it as like, if this is the start of like a stable and don't think that this is the end of the AJ Styles feud you'll get another match from them and probably an elimination chamber but that's kind of what I'm hearing is that people are sick of this feud but it's like they're putting on classic after classic man so and what I'm is not, going on with AJ Styles feuds, by the way, where he's putting on, like, even going back to Shinsuke? Is it because they're always, like, co-mains? Yeah. Well, I, I think people, I think AJ and Daniel do a lot of Matt race, Matt-based technical wrestling. And we're just so spoiled with high flying? And we're so spoiled with some of the AJ 
X Division style matches that are flying and fast paced. I don't think people appreciate the the toning it down and going more of a like a Ric Flair, Dusty Rhodes style feud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're they're more wanting the Jeff Hardy CM Punk style feud. You know, where well that's the thing is like Sty- Styles has been doing a lot more like personal story based. Uh, yes, and not that his matches have been slow; they haven't been anything but that. But right, if right. you go back to Shinsuke, I mean, he's had a few. He's had really three like long drawn out feuds in the past year, really, because he had Shinsuke, which started at WrestleMania last year, and that went for months. And to be fair, that started out pretty rocky, right? But their matches kept getting better, and then Samoa Joe, which was my feud of the year last awesome. year, yep. And then to transition to Daniel Bryan, but there seems to be something where like the the, the massive the mass population might be cooling on AJ a little bit I th- I for think, some reason, and I don't totally so don't get I think it. AJ, I can watch that guy forever. I think I AJ's too. slowing his style down so he can get a couple more years. Exactly, out. and yep. I'm totally fine with and, that. Yep. I think you see that with a lot of wrestlers, and I think I think you need to appreciate what you're seeing, and not. Um, just judge it because it's different. There's there's a lot of wrestling that it's it's just not as overall exciting every moment like it was, but it's still fantastic. Yeah. Well, whether it's now or whether it's later, they're going to love this shit. They, I agree. Now, I agree. forever. It's gonna get. It's good. Nice. I think it's going somewhere special nice. potentially. Uh, so after that. Uh, is going to be the Universal title Can match. I, so yeah. there's a promo in between here. We oh, haven't brought this up yet. Halftime Heat is coming back, oh, yeah. fellas. We half-time. got Halftime Heat coming back. It's going to be an NXT-focused Halftime Heat. So the, they've only done this one time, and it was in 99, which is going to be a 20-year anniversary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, they only did it, and it was that empty arena match between The Rock and Mankind for the, champ, for the WWF Championship. This time, they're featuring NXT. Which I love. I love that too. So Me too. You you bet. I'm sorry, Maroon Five. I'm not watching you. I'm turning on halftime heat, fellas, and it's gonna be awesome. So here's the interesting thing: is from the graphic, it looked like it's gonna be on Facebook, Twitter, the network, Everything. YouTube, YouTube. Yeah. So you got no excuses, people. You're gonna watch wrestling at Super Bowl halftime. I know I am. I, I have know. a serious question. Yeah. Yes. What officiating is gonna be worse? The uh, the real WWE officials or the fake? NFL officials that are rigged. Oh, that's a good question. Oh yeah. boy, yeah. I think it's gonna be a 50-50. I think they're both. I think they're both equally uh, choreographed and scripted at this point. Zing. Yeah, I think the NFL is a little bit more, but so that's thank, all right. Thank you for bringing that up. Oh, I wanted to bring something up too. I know we're like, I don't know how many people are watching, and we're I can't, well over half of the stream. Uh, we are not going to be streaming live on YouTube from this point forward. We're going to be on Twitch. Uh, you can make an account for free. Uh, and we the love reason, Twitch. The reason this is because we love Twitch. Uh, I guess I'll make the announcement now. We're going to have uh, some some weekly Twitch programming coming. So on Thursdays, we're going to be doing Throwback Thursday, where we rerun we, we an older episode. This week will probably be this review, I'm guessing. Sure. I haven't made up my mind. Sure. And then Friday nights, we're going to be doing it. I'm going to I'm going to be doing for my apartment an Impact review show. Uh, so right after Twitch goes off, right after it goes off the air on Twitch on Fridays. Uh, at nine, tune in to our Twitch channel, twitch.com slash big boys and body slams, uh, twitch.tv slash big boys and body slams. I apologize. And uh, check out my my um, review. review of Impact. Mm. And so going forward, all of our uh, post pay per view live streams will be over on Twitch. You can make an account for free. Uh, if you are if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber, you are Twitch. You are on Twitch Prime, and you get a free sub every month. That give money, it to us. you can give that to us for free, and we will get money every month as long as you're subscribing. We're gonna make some emotes and custom things for you guys. So uh, it's just a way to kind of expand, and there's a lot of uh, more b- beneficial things for us using Twitch as opposed to live streaming on YouTube. And don't worry, like the weekly podcast. Still going to be on YouTube every week. Uh, we're still going to be doing YouTube exclusive videos. In fact, we have a few coming up. Uh, but keep an eye out for some more Twitch content as well. We're just getting content everywhere. So how convenient is my, that? That's my spiel. Get on. You Twitch. watch. You watch Impact Friday on Twitch and go right to our review. Yep. It's, it's weird how that works um, out. I know. I personally won't be on every single Friday night. Oh no! It'll, I, it'll mostly be Zach. It'll be mostly Zach because I got school. I got right. other things too. Um, but 
give give him that look. Impact is on fire right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they deserve your attention. Yeah, Sammy Callahan, goat. With that being said, should we get into the Universal Title match? Do it. It is the man Finn Balor, and I have a huge problem with this. Not Demon. The man Finn Balor, not the Demon versus Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. And here's my. So I know, I know, I know where they're coming with this because you know. they do not want the Demon to lose, and I get that. And Finn's not going to win this match. Spoiler alert: Finn loses. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. Logically, if you're speaking from like a kayfabe logic perspective, if the demon is something that like unleashes this inner confidence or inner swagger or inner power in Finn Balor, why would you use it for a match against Baron Corbin and not for a match for the Universal Championship against Brock freaking Lesnar? This bugged the crap out of me. I get why they use it for Corbin, but it should have been used here too. At this point, yes. just don't do it anymore. Retire the demon character because there's Hell no, no there's no, no rhyme. If he's not going to use it, when is he going to use it? If he's not going to use it at the second biggest show of the year or third biggest show of the year, I get it because I, they're trying to develop something, man. Yeah, I, I totally get get why you want it, and I wanted it too. But like, don't retire it because so, it's something special. Maybe but, okay. Go ahead. Call I was just going to say you don't want to overplay it either, which yes. I know it he hasn't been it once overplayed a year at this point, though. Okay, he used to use it on every takeover show. Okay, and talk about overplaying it. Here, here's the thing. Do we really know what invokes the demon? Like, is there... No, it used to be just like, I'm going to do it on pay-per-views because I'm stronger. So right. maybe, maybe he, he would need d- something to develop it. He did it. I think it's an anger thing. I know this is weird, but like when he faced Bray Wyatt, like he took him to the brink and there was a whole stupid Sister Abigail thing. But Do you think this leads to a rematch with the, when the demon comes out? It could. It but could. again, you don't want him to lose, though. And I don't think As he's going to be going over. But the only time he's lost was Samoa Joe and NXT. So, what, so, what if, so I guess on special occasions. So what yeah. if like Brock loses the title at WrestleMania, and then Balor wants his rematch with Brock at the next pay per view, and then brings out the Demon? I just I just think it's I an emotion thing, and like Brock wasn't you know pissing off Finn here, and it wasn't talking crap to him or anything. So I don't know. I, I just feel like yeah, that's think, what invokes it, and this wasn't. I think he was more grumpy at Corbin than Brock. Mm-hmm. So get into the match. Yep. Uh, so. Um, so Finn attacks Brock right as the bell rings, hits him with a nice uh, missile dropkick, then a stiffens a Gurry and another springboard stomp to Lesnar, corner dropkick, belly to belly to Balor, and this is when Lesnar recovers, hits another overhead belly to belly to Balor outside. Lesnar gets sent into the corner of the table, the announce table outside, really hard, and then and again, like, right in the area where you'd like get like a hernia. <laughs> like he got sent twice right into the same area, and uh, his selling was either masterful or he was really hurting at by the end of this match because it like had an effect on him. Well, when you saw probably the marks, you saw the marks at the end of the match. You could tell he took those corner shots. Yeah, probably a little Legit. both, honestly. Um, so Brock is, is is bugged by that. There's a sling blade to Lesnar, and then Finn gets killed with a clothesline here, and then Brock is really selling again. This is midsection area. Goes for a German suplex, but he can't get him up because of the injury. Says, screw it, I'm just going to go for the F5 instead. Balor spins out of that, counters into a nice DDT for a near fall, and then he stomps on the injured belly area into a double stomp, and then there's a baseball slide drop kick to Lesnar, and then a Topicon hero takes out Lesnar, and then another, and then a third, right in a row. And I was saying during the show, it takes so much cardio, I imagine, to be able to do that once he did it three times in like a minute it was incredible he's a stud and he hit it perfectly all three times it was it was very very nice and then he gets him into the ring corner drop kick hits the coup de gras for a near fall gets rolled into the camora lock and finn taps out brock retains in seven and a half minutes this is of a very action. very fun match could have went a little bit longer i think it was a bit on the short side even for a brock match i feel like right um 
So I didn't really get a chance to build a ton. I gave it 3.25 stars. Still thoroughly enjoyable. Loved it. Uh, it was fun to see Finn come so close. I was bummed out when it ended. Not because, I mean, yeah, because Finn lost. But just because it felt like it was really starting to pick up. And I didn't want to see it end yet. So 3.25 for me. Boy, I am off the rails compared to you tonight. Yeah. I gave it three and three quarters. Okay. Too I, far off. I absolutely loved this match. Yes. I would have been four stars given five more minutes. Because. Yes. I agree with that. I expected a good match, but this match was so fast-paced and so fun. And I think you're seeing Brock want to work with these little guys because it brings the best out of Brock Lesnar. Totally, definitely. And, when it's easy money, they they sell. They're bumping fools, man. I think I think Brock cares more about the perception of him than he would let on. Like I think he wants people to want to watch him, right? Because well, I think he's a good worker. Yeah, I think oh, he's a good sure. worker. And I think when you get in with a guy like Roman Reigns or Randy Orton. That aren't necessarily the best bumpers in the world, and you know they're big guys. I don't think he it pulls the best out of him. But when you see him with guys like AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan and Finn Balor, he's a bumping fool, and he's just having a blast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think I think Lesnar still cares that's to some degree about the wrestling business. Sure. So I I've been on on the record to express my distaste with Lesnar in the title picture. Me too. And but I will not deny that. When put in the right situations for Brock, he is still even even in, in in his you know inclined age from where he used to be. He's still a hell of a worker, and yes. he can still put on a very entertaining. He is he is a sports entertainer right, through yes. and through, and, and he can put on one hell of an entertaining match, and he did tonight. And sorry to keep this so long, because I know Luke's got a rating, oh, but good. he's a draw. He's still oh, a for draw sure, for sure. He's it, one of the it, greatest athletes on the earth ever. It's it's yeah. it's Hulk Hogan and WCW again, yeah. because Hulk wasn't on every show. Hulk was not wrestling on every right. show, right? But he was the draw. And this is the same thing. Hulk wrestled more per year, obviously, but he wasn't main eventing every pay-per-view when he was the champion. There were pay-per-views that did not have a world title match because Hulk Hogan was in his contract. He only had to work like eight pay-per-views right, a year. Right, So Brock's kind of got that same schedule going, mm-hmm. and he's a draw. And he and they know if they lose Brock Lesnar to just say Impact Wrestling, like just use that as an example, that their ratings are going up. Just like WCW didn't want to lose Hulk Hogan back to WWE. Right. Yeah, no way. Uh, I gave this one, I was right in the middle of you guys. I gave it three and a half stars. Right on. I thought Finn looked phenomenal. Uh, He was selling his ass off, but... Brock was selling his ass off even more. Was, yeah. uh, Finn got a ton of offense in and just, just told a great story. I mean, he had to pull out all the stops, do everything he could, and still he got caught with that Kimura in the center of the ring, which no one is going to be able to escape from. That's Brock Lesnar. I wonder if we get another match at Fastlane or Elimination Chamber between them. That'd be nice. And before we move on to what's going to come next. Uh, sure. Uh, we'll see. So I'm, let's get into this, the, the main event. So, I'm ready. Uh, yeah, so we're going to get into the men's Royal Rumble match. Uh, I'm going to let these two gentlemen take um, over because I was setting up. Yeah. Post, post-match, though. Uh, oh, Suplex City. Oh, yeah, post-match. Uh, Finn got the shit kicked out of him by Brock. <laughs> Suplex City. And that five connects. Uh, and then, yeah, after that, we get to the men's Royal Rumble match. I'm going to let these two take over because I, I was setting up everything for the so, stream. So I can start it. Go ahead. Go ahead. So Elias comes out. He's number one. He's number one, and he's all talking about how he's going to sing and stuff. On his little stool with and, his Fender and, acoustic. And he's getting ready, and then... Some familiar music hits, and we get old J E double F J A So Jeff Jarrett makes a big surprise. Lawler dubs him in his old and his old double J outfit. Oh yeah. Oh, I love with the weird slits. Yeah, me too. And Jeff and Jerry the King Lawler, who is on commentary, says this could be the next Sonny and Cher. 
So which they which uh, JBL and King were both special announcers on this, right? And yeah. then um, so they talk about playing a duet, and then Elias decks Jeff Jarrett, and then hits him with the guitar over they, the back. They battle a little bit, and Jeff Jarrett gets thrown over the top by Elias. But you know what? Do you need me to keep going, or you? Uh, you can go all the way until Johnny comes. But out. But you know what? Know. This uh, okay. real quick, real quick, Kyle. Yeah. This is the spot we've been waiting for for what over like a year or two. Yes, but I wish they would have sang. I know. Yeah, before we he turned on him. Got there. Yeah. And, and I will say, I'm not like a, I've never been like a big Jarrett guy. I marked out. I though. marked out for this. This was awesome. Hell yeah. So then we get Shinsuke Nakamura doing double duty. He comes out in his nice little red jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's oh. cute. It's cute. Okay. And then Elias climbs up on top of the turnbuckle and walks old school style all the way across to the other <laughs> turnbuckle from buckle to buckle yeah how crazy was that Undertaker's is better though and then the Patriots theme song hits they and out that, comes yeah. Kurt Angle I was hoping for the a Patriot Patri- comeback man I was like Dale Wilkes here we go and no it's just Kurt Angle and, and is Kurt's th- Kurt is throwing suplexes know. like crazy some are looking good and some are looking bad he's just throwing Oof. suplexes everywhere we get Big E coming out pulling pancakes from his crotch and throwing them to the fans which just is gross and E goes in. He starts throwing some suplexes. Then, uh, then Kurt Angle hits the angle slam the Big E. And then Nakamura eliminates Kurt Angle. And there goes another legend. So your first two eliminations are Jeff Jarrett and Kurt Angle. I was hoping to see a few more minutes of Kurt Angle here. I was too. Dale Wilkes is still alive. Um, okay, good. And then... Friend I'll, of the podcast. I'll, the let, I'll let Zach take over. Out comes Johnny Gargano. Yeah, Johnny Gargano comes surprise. out of Johnny, kick him in the ding-ding. Johnny Gargano makes his way out to the ring. He goes right after Elias, then hits a DDT onto Big E. Slingshot spear to Elias. He's looking hot here. And then Jinder Mahal in at seven, accompanied by the Sings, of course. Kicks Elias' head off, and then Gargano spears him out of the ring. And then the Sing Brothers... Super some, kicks him out oh, of the super ring. kicks him out of the ring. Yeah. I apologize. And then, for some reason, the Sing Brothers get involved after he's eliminated. They get taken because, out. of course, they Big do. E takes some... Uh, he... Uh, Big E... <laughs> <laughs> Biggie has been in this match for roughly five to six minutes, somewhere in that in that ballpark at this point. Maybe a few more. He he pulls out <laughs> some disgusting, sweaty, sticky pancakes Flapjacks. out of his chest, out of his flat, and he puts them in in one of the Singh brothers' mouths. This is disgusting. Huh? This is one of the grossest things I've ever seen in professional wrestling. Oh, come on. Oh, stop that. Don't be... Don't, don't over-exaggerate. <laughs> oh, so who comes out next? Uh, and then the things are gone after that, by the way. They get tossed out. Uh, they got Kai and Tide. Yeah, and then number eight. Joe, Joe, Samoa Joe in at number eight. He comes sauntering down to the ring. Um... He cleans house here. He and Gargano are going at it, which is a match I would love to see, by the way. Uh, Joe moves out of the way of a Johnny Splash, just like so nonchalantly. And then Joe eliminates Big E. And then Kurt Hawkins. Is Johnny Key in the chat? Johnny Kai is not in the chat. Oh! Only White and Greg are Johnny being active Key. in the chat. And Aaron has texted me. Oh, but. well, Kurt Hawkins comes on in. He enters, and then he leaves the ring, decided he's going to not do anything. going to bite his time on the outside. Uh, and then... Uh, Hawkins gets put into the Kikina clutch for a while, and then he goes night night, and then he gets he just rolls back out of the ring, and then he crawls under the ring. So uh, another under the ring spot. Number ten, Seth Rollins. Burr, burr. Uh, Seth Rollins comes in, hits a springboard clothesline like a house of fire to Elias right as he comes in. Nice. And then thank you. Uh, Rollins eliminates Elias, and then number eleven is Titus O'Neil. And uh, I knew they were gonna do it. I knew they were gonna do a callback to the Greatest Royal Rumble. And, because they've only shown that clip. A million and I didn't want to see it, but I have to admit. 
It was, was pretty, funny. it was pretty funny. So he, he ends up chasing Kurt Hawkins under the Hawkins ring. So, so yeah, so he comes out to the ring and he like he starts to run and then he stops. Like he very slowly acts like he's gonna get into the ring, but it's he's Hawkins and then uh uh he just like crawls into the ring after him and then Hawkins O'Neill and O'Neill both end up back in the ring and then Hawkins eliminates O'Neill. He gets an elimination in the Royal Rumble. Good By for pulling him. the top rope down. Yep, and then uh Joe eliminates Hawkins, so it did it was not long lasting. Hey, he got he got his moment Hawkins, though. But he got his elimination. And then in at number eleven is Kofi Kingston, uh Mr. Rumble himself. Stop. Joe goes uh, to send Kofi out, but Kofi doesn't, uh, says no. Mustafa Ali then is in at number thirteen. Comes and hits an X factor. My to favorite Samoa Power Joe. Ranger. Uh, dude, he was, he was looking like he was looking great here. And everyone's calling back too. to X Pac with some moves. Tonight. I know a lot of X factors and and a couple Bronco Busters on the show. Uh, it was cool to see Ali come into such a big pop too. He is gonna be a huge, huge star. I am just can't wait for his future. Uh, and he got came into it to a nice big pop here. Big X factor to Joe, as I said. Seth almost gets tossed out by Kofi, but he holds on. And then Ali mocks the Shinsuke, come on. And then that was terrible. <laughs> I sound like Arnold. Come, come on! on. You, come on. It's not a doomer. Come on. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, man. And then uh, Ali, dro- or Ali drop kicks Shinsuke off the top rope to eliminate him. So goodbye, Shinsuke Nakamura. And then Ali super kicks Gargano. Again, another match I'd love to see. Uh, there's an overhead belly to belly to Ali by Samojo right into the corner. And then number 14 is. Dean Ambrose. I don't know why. No, 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 no. I don't know why no, 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 no. song because they're great. Yeah, they are. And then Dean Ambrose comes in. He goes right after Rollins. And I have to say, I question Dean's fashion choices because he's wearing like black skinny jeans with like a floppy canvas belt, and then he's got like a chain attached old, to one of his yeah, belt loops. But instead of going chain. to like his pocket, it's just going to his other belt loop. What do you think he was gonna have a wallet in there? Or I what? Maybe I don't know. He's unhinged. He's a lunatic friend. He's something. Hey, so he goes right after Rollins. Uh, coffee, co- coffee, Kofi will not go out. He gets <clears throat> both feet on the ring apron. Technically, both his feet probably hit the ground twice in this match. By the way, uh, but you know we gotta let the story play out. Kofi spots. Exactly. Uh, so he like gets his feet on the ring apron and then he Rick rolls back into the ring. He does get Corks back in. Screws. Yeah, there's a flying DDT to Ambrose at this point by Kofi, which was really nice. Uh, dirty deeds to Gargano and he's eliminated. And then a trouble in paradise to Ambrose right after that. And at number 15, no way, Jose makes his way. Uh, uh, you guys can take him off your milk cartons now. He is no longer missing. <laughs> no way Jose has... I had a sighting tonight. I saw him. Yeah, was it? That's all it was, too. This might have been a record elimination. Instantly gets eliminated by Joe. He doesn't even get both feet in the ring. Uh, and he's gone. And the funny like, thing is, he has he his entourage. He has his entourage like uh, like Adam Rose did. Yeah. And I think Adam Rose had a very similar elimination at the Rumble, if I'm not mistaken. He did. And, and Except for he got thrown onto the, onto yeah. the Rosebuds yep. and he got carried out. Uh, and then Drew McIntyre comes out at 16. Uh, he walks out to Jose and the dancers takes him out. Takes a few of the dancers out and takes Noe Jose out. Just beats him all up. Yeah, it was great. Uh, and then he makes his way to the ring. Instantly Claymore kicks Rollins and then hits one on Ambrose. Joe gets one too. And number 17 now is Xavier Woods. For some reason, Kofi sunset flips onto Xavier Woods for no apron. Yeah, zero. Both feet firmly on the ground at this point. And this is when it's like this whole like two feet rule is like really getting out of hand. Uh, in my opinion, I don't know how everyone in the chat feels, but uh, yeah, number 17, Xavier Woods. Kofi sunset flips onto him and then uh, he like gets up and like he, Xavier like, kind of like him, yeah. carries like this, if you're watching, carries uh, carries Kofi back to the, to the ring steps. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and then Woods and Kofi both get eliminated by Drew right away anyways. Uh, and then number 18, Pete Dunne, the UK, NXT UK champion. Uh, big pop for Pete, which is good to see. Pop for Pete. Uh, Ali gets suplexed by Dunne. What did then, you call him, Kyle? 
The brother of the brother of Rhea Ripley. Yeah, Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley's <laughs> twin brother. Uh, Pete Dunn comes out. I think she might be a little bigger than him though. And then uh, Dunn stomps on to uh, Ollie's hands, and then he's just beating up everybody. Hits an Xplex to Ollie on the Drew McIntyre, uh, and then Dunn tries to toss Ollie out, but Dean breaks it up. And then number nineteen, Andrade comes out. It goes. almost. Thank you. Goes right after Pete Dunn. Uh, there's a bitter end. Gets countered into a DDT by Almas. Oh, and I, I enjoyed that a lot. And then Apollo Crews in at 20. He comes in like a house of fire. He's beating everybody up. So good for Apollo to get some offense in this match here. Uh, and then yeah. Drew hangs on as Seth tries tossing him. And then 21, Alistair Black comes out to another very... I love seeing these NXT guys. Like, so many of these guys are on the fringe of coming up. There was a ton. Um, well, I wouldn't, shouldn't say so many. Alistair, definitely. I think Johnny's going to be in NXT for a while. Honestly... I think, I think Pete Dunne, once he loses that NXT UK title, nothing else for him to do at that quick, point. Quick comment on Gargano. You can yeah. really see... There's some people, and we've talked about this, that might need to just stay in NXT because it's not really developmental anymore. Yeah. Um, he could be like Mr. NXT. But you're looking at Gargano and then everyone else, and he's just smaller than everyone he else. He looks like a little kid compared to some people in this match. Yeah, one of our one of the our buddies who was watching this with us said, dude, it looks like Finn Balor's got at least 30 pounds He's about on him. the size of Rey Mysterio, I think. Close, yeah. I think that if, you, if he's going to be comparable in size to anybody, I think you could kind of mention Which, him. Which, that's a little guy. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, um, Alistair Black comes in at 21. There's a springboard moonsault. Takes out both Dunn, Pete Dunn, and Seth Rollins. Uh, Black Mass to Dean, and he just fall, sells right out of the ring. That was great. Good way to introduce that move to people who might not be aware of it. To mm-hmm. see Dean sell his way right out of the ring. And Dean is eliminated. A he snap gone. Power, yep, snap power slam by Joe to Black as he turns around. Time for number 22, who is Shelton Benjamin. Shelton uh, skins the cat to save being eliminated right away. Hey, and no, then he stop, hits the pater to Dunn. No. Thank you for that. And then Shelton hits a big run he needed to Joe. And then Ali eliminates Samoa Joe. So that feud is going to continue. I'm just fine with that. In at number 23 is Baron um, Baron Corbin. Uh, there's a deep six to Ali. <laughs> uh, he holds on an elimination attempt. And then Apollo gets eliminated by Corbin. And then Jeff Hardy's in at 24. Hits a twist of fate to Wait. Shelton. Jeff Hardy's wearing, like, as you said, looks like he cut up a huge salmon and just yeah, put it on he looks, as a shirt. Or like, he looks like he's wearing rubber or something. Yeah. And, he, and my Latex. favorite thing, maybe, about this entire show was that Jeff Hardy's right into the ring. <laughs> One hand's doing the delete, and he's, like, already selling with his other. Yeah, he's, he's like, going nuts. grabbing his, like, ribs. Like, why are you still wrestling, Jeff, if you can't run to the ring without selling? <laughs> why are you, what are you doing? That's not selling, pal. That's just old. Oh, so, yeah, Jeff... <laughs> Jeff comes in. Poor guy. He's, he's doing his best. Uh, he gets a whisper in the wind after that twist of fate. And takes out a few guys. Alistair gets eliminated by Corbin here. And there's a Claymore to Dunn. And then Dunn gets eliminated by Drew. Rey Mysterio is in at 25. Corbin catches him as he like goes for a springboard move. Puts him into a choke sand backbreaker. I gotta say, like that move. Love like it. that, like yeah. that move, move in Corbin's moveset. moveset. I, I mean, man, I'm so torn on Corbin. On the one hand, I'm not. I, I really he like sucks. him. And I think that he's got a lot of potential. And I think he has some really cool moves. But on the other hand... I mean, he's just Baron Corbin. You know, I like, like to see him get beat up. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a good seller. He's a good seller. To be yeah. fair, um, Ray's in at number twenty-six. Or no, sorry, twenty-five. Uh, and Corbin catches him, like I said, puts him in the chokes on backbreaker. Huge power bomb from Andrade to Ray. I mean, just massive. And the number twenty-six. Speaking of massive, is Bobby Lashley. <laughs> nice segue. Uh, with Leo Rush, of course, he can't go anywhere. He's got. Uh, it's his weekend to have the kids, so he's got to go, <laughs> go to work with him. Uh, there's a belly to belly to Seth, and then Lashley gets eliminated right away by Seth Rollins, and then he pulls Rollins out of the ring and just beats the hell out of him, assaults him, choke slams Seth from one announce table through the other. Really cool looking spot. So it was a good way. And I was saying this as we were watching because at first we are like, why eliminate Lashley so fast? Number one, he already has a belt, so he's not going to win the match. Number two, he got all of his heat back and then some by just being a monster. That was a sick choke slam. Choke slamming Seth through the other table. I was I happy that. about that. Uh, I'm hoping this is the beginning of like more 
strong looking booking strong looking booking for uh what's his name bobby lashley uh it's getting late fellas we're getting off the rails <laughs> so uh almost there pal come Braun on is in at 27 Braun! and Braun comes in and he throws corbin out right away eliminates shelton number 28 the big surprise entrant dolph ziggler dolph ziggler who who worked us all he's worked here to all. show the world old, old nick nemeth changed his name on twitter said he was going to aw pretty much in a tweet said he had a comedy show tonight not so fast because he is in this match he eliminates jeff hardy and then Dolph eliminates Drew uh, with a nice kick. And then Braun uh, kills Andrade with a clothesline. And then in at number 29. Hold on. on the McIntyre elimination? Yeah. Braun was out on the apron. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Braun was out on the apron, like on his hands and knees. Yeah. And so Ziggler super kicked uh, uh, McIntyre. Over. And then over the back of Braun. Yeah, That's how it was he got cool. out. It was cool. And, uh, yeah. So Drew was out. Or him and Dolph. Yep. And then in at 29 is Randy Orton. Randall. Uh, Braun power slams Orton the second he gets into the ring and then we get what I can only call a double decker doomsday device that was nuts so Andrade totem pole suplex so Andrade is on Ollie who is on Braun and then Ray comes up to the top and just takes out Ali who's on top of everybody uh, that was really cool. So four men in total yep and then uh, Strowman gets sent out but through the middle rope and then R-Truth is in at number 30 or what's up He's out doing his rap, and then Nia Jax runs out from behind, just destroys R-Truth, makes her way to the ring, apparently inserts herself into the match. So... Because she's in it now. This is only the second inaugural Women's Royal Rumble. She's the first person to ever be in both. Yeah. Hey, so, that's a good point. There you go. History. Uh, so Nia makes her way out to... Wait, wasn't Beth Phoenix in last year's? She wasn't in the men's, was she? She's been in the men's before. Right, but oh. it'd be in both in the same pay per view. Oh, on the same, oh, on the same pay-per-view? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um Yeah, so uh here comes Nia Jax and she makes her way down to the ring and apparently inserts herself into the match. Uh Nia eliminates Mustafa Ali and then she poses. Uh Randy like is like sneak, sneaking little snake sneaking around. Sneagle. He teases that he's gonna snake. do an RKO, but Nia fights out and then uh he picks up she picks up Ray. He picks up. She picks up Ray. I'm, see, I'm confused. And she has her has Ray in the Samoa drop position, Samoan drop position. Mm -hmm. And then Dolph, he's not having it. Super kick right to Nia Jax. He cast the first stone. This whole yeah, because we I have to give WWE credit. We were pissed. I was so mad when Nia came out because WWE has gone on the record in recent months several times to say that you this is a line in the sand and you are not going to see intergender. Uh, uh, fighting or intergender action or wrestling in the WWE ever. Like, they have drawn a line in the sand and said, we're not interested in that. It doesn't meet up with our brand. It was all leading up to the swerve when we saw Dolph Ziggler super kick Nia Jax. And you know what? Yes. Well done, WWE. Yes, and then what happened? And then, so after that, everyone just starts beating up Nia Jax. Love uh, it. Love so, it, love it. Uh, she's in the 619 position. Ray hits her with the 619, and then she gets RKO'd, and then Ray Mysterio is the one that actually does the elimination, and Nia well, is out of the match. Well, it was yeah, a group effort. Yeah, it was a group effort. Ray was the leader. Everyone else kind of helped. And then Ray gets RKO'd by Orton, and he gets tossed out, and then Andrade tosses Orton out. So, here's the final four of the 2019 Royal Rumble. Dolph Ziggler, Seth Rollins, Braun, Braun Strowman, and Andrade. And Andrade, right? Is that right? Yep. But yep. not for long. Uh, which, hey, Andrade's in the final four. I think that kind of shows you where his career tra trajectory is going to go. So you would hope. Congratulations to him. Uh, so Dolph and Andrade fight, and then Braun comes back in, hits a big corner splash to Andrade, then one to Dolph. Braun leaves the ring, shoulder tackles Seth to death uh, just as he's recovering. There's a Dolph super kick to Braun, and then a zigzag, and then a frog splash to Braun by Seth, and then Andrade gets eliminated by Braun like right after that. Like He just pops up, throws him out. Dolph gets eliminated now, and now we're down to our final two. 
Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. So the end of this match is fantastic, by the Sweet way. Sweet face off. Yeah, so Strowman is teetering on the apron, and then he get, recovers, chokeslams Seth. Both men are fighting on the apron for what feels like forever. And there's a curb stomp to Braun, and he falls out of the ring. Seth Rollins wins the 2019 Royal Rumble He's in going 57 to and a half minutes, and he is moving on to the main event of WrestleMania. Really good wrestling, really good uh, Royal Rumble match. I'm pointing at the points at the sign. Points at the sign. It's back here, and uh, man, really, really good Rumble match. I give it uh, four stars. I just thought it was great. Look at you. Uh, Royal Rumble matches are so fun. This is probably my match of the night. Um, I don't know. This they know they know how to do a Rumble match right now, and uh, just built off last year's success, which was one of my favorites of all time, and this Mm, has got to be up there for me too. So four. I gave it four stars as well. Mm. I just liked it. Yeah. I give it three and a half. Uh, The only reason is I just didn't. I didn't think there were enough like cool surprises. I don't know. Yeah, I'm used to there being like a, a one or more comedy spots. Um, I know there was a Jeff Jarrett one, but just and someone. And the uh, Kurt Hawkins one. Yes. Yeah, that's one. fair. I just I was just How hoping for some. I was man. just hoping for a little bit like one of the surprises to have a little bit more star power. I guess. Um, um, but three and a half is good for a Rumble. One yeah. thing, a couple things to note about this Rumble match. No Zack Ryder. Right. Who just like came back, had a big comeback uh, last week on Raw, mm-hmm. and then uh, just. They loaded the both Rumble matches with young NXT talent, which was the, awesome. The yes, future is so bright, so right bright, now, guys, for WWE. But I was I was almost very pissed about the Nijax replacing our truth thing. It ended up but being great. The, it ended up being awesome. I didn't know where they were going. So with it, good, but uh, it, it was fun. So that's how we go off the air with Seth Rollins standing up tall, pointing at the sign. That was the Royal Rumble 2019. Over, uh, man. What a way to kick off the year 2019, uh, pay-per-view-wise, for the WWE. This was a fantastic They're on fire, man. There was not one bad match on this card. And guys, I'm going to do something I've never done. Uh Uh-oh. What's that? Or no, I think I've done it once. I'm Uh giving this show an A. A straight up A. Oh, I know what Kyle's giving it. I'm giving it an A as well. Yeah. It was a fantastic show, guys. I'm surprised you're not going A-plus on that. You gave, like, four four four-star matches, five five four-star matches. I'm not... if I'm going to give an A+, plus, I got to have at least two five-star matches. For me, that. I think something that also kept it from being an A+, plus is it was just so damn long. Yeah, that like killed the me. length hurt. I'm yes. having a hard time finishing this in show. Fact, in yeah. fact, that's the only reason I gave it a B+, plus, is because it was so damn long. So that was the Royal Rumble 2019. Uh, awesome. If you haven't watched it and you're watching this, go watch it. It was a... It was an amazing show. Hopefully, this is the beginning of what's going to be a huge year for WWE in 2019. I think it will. Kyle, what do we have next week? So next week, we're going to have Heat Wave 98. I'll run through the card real quick. Professor Joe making his return. <laughs> Professor Joe. So we got Tommy Dreamer, The Sandman, and Spike Dudley versus Bubba, Devon, and Big Dick in a street fight. Mm. We have Taz versus Bam Bam Bigelow in a Falls Count Anywhere match. That, I think that's the exciting one. We have RVD and Sabu versus Haibushi and Shinzaki for the ECW Tag Team Titles. We have Matsato Tanaka versus Mike Awesome. Which is always awesome. We have Chris Candido with the slut ringside against Lance Storm. And then we have Just Incredible versus Jerry Lynn. So, so guys, we're getting extreme next week. What better way than we extreme. get extreme? Get yourself a little throwback extreme mug and extreme shirt. And join us next week for Heat Wave 98. I've On been Zach. boys and effing body slams. He's been Luke. He's been Kyle. We love every single hey. one of our fans. Donate on Patreon to Sweet Me Boys. Mm. Have a good, good night. night. Love I'm you. I'm very tired. Woo. We love you.